Welcome to the Baron's Head Up Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. Before we get into the movie, we want to take a second of your time to talk about where you can find us online. You can find us on Twitter, which is the BHO underscore podcast. Also on Instagram, which is the Baron's Hideout underscore podcast. Where can they find you, Aaron? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at double AA row. You can find all these links and more on our link tree. Lastly, if you want to support us and a small business, Twisted Allure, you can use our code BHO podcast for 5% off. Come listen if you dare. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Aaron. And today we have uh, special guests on the show. One is a returning and one is a new one, but it's the hosts of a Horror Haven LLC. We have Horror Gamer, who was on our show before. And actually, your episode that you did is still in our top five most listened to episodes. What? So, mm-hmm. That's absolutely astonishing. And... um I'm so glad that I can I can share that with you, and awesome. we also have Gabby who um, does the podcast with uh, Horror Gamers. So if you guys want to go and just introduce and talk about what you guys do for a few minutes, go right ahead. Well, Gab, Gabs, go ahead. I'm gonna let you do it. I'm, I'm gonna let you start. <laughs> okay, put me on the spot then, friend. <laughs> <laughs> what we do here. Uh... <laughs> We do kind of uh, a little bit along the lines of what you guys do. We like to talk about horror movies. We like to talk about horror anything, really. Um, we have a bit of a social media presence. Not a huge one, but um, every week we just like to sit and talk to each other about horror. And we decided to start recording it. And yeah. there it is. We you just never know what's going to happen. That That's literally all that you need. We argue a lot. Um, but... Uh, we love each other anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, like we were just saying, like, Aaron and I started this just, just for the shits and just, just be like, oh, let's fun watch. get to you know, have to find a way to, you know, stay in touch with each other throughout the pandemic and like, you yep. know, still be able to like hang out and now just become a thing. Yep, and we um, both love doing we it. We actually met through the pandemic. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we live in the same state, but kind of on opposite corners. Oh, okay. 
um, horror gamer, was on Slasher and gave me his YouTube page. So I joined his Patreon and that's how the movie club got started. And then when people kind of started fizzling out of that, it was... Awesome. We still like to talk, so... Yeah. Like the last two standing. (laughs) Yeah. And then there were two. And then... Yeah, and unfortunately, it's the two that talk the most. So hey, that, hey it makes nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. But, um, I'm have, so happy yeah. to have uh, both you guys on here because yeah. this whole year, I just we were trying to dedicate um, the, the show to just well-known movies and also to just bring on not really like you know actors and directors and stuff like that, more like people in the community, just so we can all you know kind of thrive with each other and go. Yeah, you know, do everything together and not feel so isolated because I know there's a lot of people in this community that feel like they're struggling a little bit um, to kind of get started. I know you guys haven't been doing it for that long. You guys started in the summer, right? Of uh, last year, Is it the summer, it was June. It was right yeah, before June. my birthday. Yeah, yeah. So it was June. Well, uh, your your one year is coming up very soon too, <laughs> and um, we started like in the spring, March, March of last year. Yeah, and um. Like I was saying, like the twentieth of this month um, marks the first episode we ever recorded and uploaded, so that would be a one-year anniversary. And um, my fiance, actually, the light that you guys see right here, she got that for our one-year anniversary. It's just our our nameplate on it, so that's really really cool. Yeah. So we'll get some more lights. Well, really I now. <laughs> yeah, I gotta find another place to put it. But I have so much stuff in this room; it's ridiculous. Um, but I don't think I said what movie we're doing today. We are covering The Exorcist, 1973. Um, well, I something funny, too, actually. When I told Courtney, I was like, oh, we're watching, I'm watching The Exorcist for the podcast. She's like, oh, I, th- I didn't, I thought you guys didn't do newer movies. I'm like, it came what? out in 73. So I, I mean, <laughs> there has been a lot of Exorcist movies. Yeah. So maybe she was thinking of, like, yeah, and Conjuring or some shit, but. I think it's, isn't it being turned into a series or something? It wouldn't something surprise in- me. They're remaking it. They already did a series, and the series was terrible. They did? Um, oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. So how do yeah, you make a series? Like, is it just, like, one crease going around just doing exorcisms <laughs> each day? Like, or... How do you make I a series? honestly, I can't remember much about it. I watched maybe two or three episodes, and it and was you're just like, this so is bad. <laughs> boring. And it was, yeah, it was bad. It was just, I, I couldn't. And I don't think it lasted more than a season or two. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely one thing that sucks about like horror TV shows. Um, unless you're like, uh, unless you have like a good good concept, like it, yeah. you know, it's harder to. I feel like TV horror TV shows are harder to like mm. find success in than movies. I seems. mean, we have like the the series from uh, Mike Flanagan, you know, like Midnight Mass and stuff like yeah. that. Um, House on Haunting Hill or whatever the hell it was mm-hmm. that he did. Um, and Blair uh, Manor too, which are pretty good, but like mm-hmm. for like shows are on like actual tv they never survive it has to be drama drama i feel like drama and crime are like the two shows that thrive the most on like well like crime shows actual tv yeah Yeah. like the chucky show is pretty good from what i've seen so far the chucky show is great if you guys haven't seen that you need to watch it's a nice modern take on it series it's so good i've watched a couple episodes yeah i I do like the chucky show i like the uh like the whole like um, almost lgbtq like references and Mm -hmm. like the fact that chucky's like oh it's okay to be who you are we're gonna kill them though you know because they don't like who you are (laughs) 
Yeah. But like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, but it's like he's a shitty person, like, you know, or yeah. doll rather, but like, you know, like, but he's got like a reason behind it. You know, he's trying to help yeah, his kid like exactly. get through bullying and shit like that. Yeah. So, I mean, we're all supporters of the um, LGBTQ plus. And that's one thing I really like about the horror community too, is everybody usually is together. Um, one supports each other. And... Yeah. And um, I hope that you guys are getting all the support on your end as well from all the horror community. I know that I'm, I am uh, brought you guys into the podcast um, F Entertainment. I I think I shout you guys out and be like, hey, there's a you know a community that we're um, with, and like a lot of the people on there, I've either been on their shows or they've been on here. So I hope that it's you now working out for you guys as well. It, it, well, we yeah. wanted to thank you for that because that was awesome that you did that for us. Um, mm-hmm. It really helped. It did, and it is what you know. It's it's fun to be a part of a community. You know what I'm saying? That like a year ago at this time, never would have thought. Never would have thought. You know I what know. I mean? Not a passing, not a passing glance, nothing. You know. And then one night, you know, Gabs and you know I stayed up and we we talked about Rob Zombie for like three hours. <laughs> And we were like, we should have recorded this. And then that's, you know, how Horror Haven LLC was born. And it's just, yeah, you know, it's each step of the way has just been great. And like the support we've been getting is just fantastic. Then with you helping us with that, that's that's just awesome, man. We do want to thank thank you guys so much. That's amazing. No problem. Um, Yeah, the man who runs it, Ian, he has three shows that he runs plus he works like two jobs that's and nice. he streams like he yeah. is that's a such thing. a workhorse and he lives in ireland too so he's just like Ooh. everywhere all the time but he's <laughs> such an awesome dude he's really really nice so if you guys can ever get the chance to just kind of like talk to him i'm trying to get him on the show right now but he's like so busy with like everything else and doing his podcast that getting the time to get him to come on here is crazy um but uh, a little bit more before we jump into the movie. Um, another thing that you guys can do that I highly, highly suggest is the House That Screams podcast. If you guys really want to feel included, they are the best people, hands down. Um, yeah, they were like super welcoming. Um, Candy, who who runs that show, is really, really nice. Uh, I've been on the show twice. Aaron's been on it once. But they're amazing. They're a rambunctious crew, but it's, they have, it's a good time. <laughs> definitely have a lot of people on you know their schedule and stuff, but they're really, really good. So they're part of the community. So make sure you guys reach out to them. And Candy will go back. Yeah, I'm done. Or even um her um her husband um Sean of the Dead. He's really good. He's coming on later this month. I think actually for our year anniversary. Oh, yeah. So that's gonna be awesome. So yeah. I'm just happy that you guys feel at home and welcome with the with that community and you know thrive as much as you can. That's the whole Appreciate point that. of this. Thank you. you know, supporting yeah, you feel yourself. Yep. But um, I think right now, unless you guys have any other things you want to add before we jump into the movie, uh, right now is the time to do so. If you guys want to shout out any episodes you guys got going on or where anybody can find you or anything like that. Well, yeah. you guys, um, anybody can find us on Slasher, slasher.tv slash Horror Haven LLC. Hello, Damon. Um, Slasher's just, it's the greatest place for horror fans. Are you guys on? 
No, and I've actually been meaning to jump on there because I know you guys are always posting about it, but for some reason I I'll just tell you, keep forgetting. It will make it harder for you to keep up with the rest of your social media because you will actually be in in a community that you're with all of your fellow fans, and I mean every everything that you can imagine they talk about, and it's just it's so much fun, and there's no bullying no judgment no anything it's just everybody like that. it's not so reddit cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> reddit um, <laughs> you can find us on instagram at horror haven llc twitter at horror llc and you can always email us directly at horror haven llc at gmail.com right. awesome and uh horror gamer if you want to plug your youtube as well go right ahead man see what say what's going on over there and whatnot yes, just go all you. around the table well you know you guys you know your boy Horror Gamer has that YouTube channel where, unfortunately, I haven't been posting much because of a lot of stuff going on, but I'm still trying to get at least one or two video videos out a week. Uh, you know, it's a good place to come if you want to see movie reviews, if you want to see... I've been doing a lot of unboxings lately because oh, I can't yeah. stop buying. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I have like four or five unboxing videos already in 2022, and we're just in March. Oh, um, yeah, man. Yeah, add to the collection. Yeah, my, my, my credit card hates me, but <laughs> but um, you know, I just did a I just did a review recently on the new Texas Chainsaw on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done. I actually have a video coming out in the next day or two of uh, a, a subject that's very very like important to me, and that's the toxic fandom that's going on lately about stuff. I, um, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's gonna be a it's gonna be a little discussion there. But yeah, guys, come on over. It's uh, Horror Gamer at YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Just type in H zero R R zero R, and then when you spell gamer, you just put the uh, three instead of the E, and I'm right there. So go check it out, guys. Get them subscribers going. You know, got a lot of good stuff for you guys. Yeah, please go and support everything that they do. You guys are amazing. I love listening to your shows. I know you guys have been kind of taking a little bit of a break just because of everything that's been going on, obviously, personally, and it's completely understandable. Horror uh, Gamer has had COVID for like a year and a half, I feel. <laughs> Always gets sick, man. Uh, I'm, me too. I'm fighting a cold. I, I just had a cold two weeks ago. I'm already fighting another one. <laughs> yeah, I'm still having Yeah, like, they. I, Dustin yeah. said your voice was gone. You sound good now, though. Yeah, he's been drinking so much water since he's been here. <laughs> we got some liquid death over here too. The new um, um, severed lime, um, sparkling stuff. How is that? Really good. Um, I know that we used to send out cases to everybody. Horror gamer, you know, you did like the unboxing oh, yeah. stuff, but we were sending it out to so many people. I had to stop doing it because I was wasting too much money. <laughs> um, and um, I really was. We were kind of gunning for a sponsor and stuff, but it, uh, it just never really happened. Just so. have to keep being persistent. <laughs> so if that does happen, hey, uh, free cases for everybody, you know. Uh, maybe yeah. I'll get around to sending you guys um, another one because I really do want everybody to try the new sparkling flavored waters because they're freaking amazing. Oh, the amazing. line is bomb. So good. Um, that's cool. But I think that's I also a... like a sparkling water, but I Ooh. mix mine with vodka. So oh, I hate this. <laughs> recipes Perfect for that for it, yeah. if you go on their instagram people do it all the time you can find so many drinks especially with the, the, the new flavored ones i'm sure you can make some really good combinations oh, sure. they got mango and berry too yeah mango and um berry punch i think is what it's called Ooh. Ooh, so even just adding mio to the regular one i've heard was pretty good 
Yeah. You know, just a regular sparkling one. Yeah. Um, but I think that's pretty much it for any housekeeping stuff. Um, so we can probably jump right into the movie. So you're doing The Exorcist, 1973. Um, since you guys Where are... Here, look at your face. Calm down. <laughs> Listen. Listen. This is the first movie. Like, I'm ready. Like, you, you literally know. licked your lips at this. Oh, I got a lot to say. Trust me, I got a lot to say. Well, I guess it's well, a good thing that I'm going to let you guys open it up. Since you guys are our guests, so go right ahead. Well, I mean, what can we say about The Exorcist that hasn't been said? That's it's a good a question. Horror Gamer's first movie ever. I was five years old with my dad watching The Exorcist. You know, I, it's like the Super Bowl of horror movies. Uh, but it's just all around, in my opinion, The Exorcist is just a perfect movie. It, it, I mean, it delivers on the scares. It delivers on the um, issue at hand at that time, which was religion, mm-hmm. you know, really touched deep into the religion. And the, the, did I say the scares? <laughs> I mean, oh, boy, like there was certain parts of that movie that to this day, I can't watch it in the dark. And that's really? just a little known fact. Like when I watch The Exorcist, I have to either have watching it with somebody or if I'm watching it alone, I have to watch it with the lights on. And I'm 37, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it hit me that hard as a kid that... Uh, I say no, it's a good horror movie. Oh, oh, God, it just haunts you your whole life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's the best. And, and, and the thing is, I, I go back every year, and I... Yeah, I torture myself with it, and I love every second of it. How about you, Gabs? I agree with you. What what else is there to say? I mean, this is by far the greatest horror movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I think that probably at least 95% of horror fans will agree. I mean, yeah. there is, this is the granddaddy. This is the standard that everybody else tries to live up to. Um, you can't get a better horror drama. You can't get a better family drama and you can't get a better religious horror you can't i mean it is as far as genre pushing i mean it just blowing out the genres i mean this movie is its own thing <laughs> everything it is everything it, it's got everything that you would want and it is absolutely terrifying there is no other way to describe the way that you feel about this there's not a ton of gore there's not a lot of jump scares, but the way that this movie the way it does portrays red, itself. What's that? The way it portrays itself and it just like the puts way itself it out there. Portrays itself. The sense of dread. Mm-hmm. I yep. mean, no other movie. And there's been a lot of movies that really I, kick up the dread that are that do a really good job of it. Nobody will ever match what The Exorcist did. That when you look back on it and you and you you're not in the moment and you're just thinking about it. I don't want to say not a lot happens because the entire movie is things happening. Yeah. But from the beginning. Yeah. It's so much of it is just build up and build up and tension and your shoulders are up in your ears and your back is tight. And you know, it doesn't, it doesn't do what, 
at the at the time the texas chainsaw massacres and the halloweens and all of that in the 70s and when the slasher genre was coming out here comes the exorcist that's like nah fuck off yep <laughs> you know we're gonna actually scare you and it yeah. it did it, it is, and 50 years later we're still talking about nothing has topped it nothing no i can Greatest agree horror movie of all time it, it definitely is. Um, it holds its own, for sure. Um, and like one thing that I've been doing a lot um, recently with you know with so many releases of movies like this, Ray, this the 4K. Um, I always go and look at older movies in like the highest resolution I possibly can to see if anything breaks. You know, like if effects break or anything like that, this movie holds up everything. The lighting yep. holds up. The effects holds up everything it's just consistent all through it's like there's a lot of movies when you do that a lot of it falls apart like oh my god that prop looked awful or like the lighting in here is just awful um what movie were we we were doing um we were doing nightmare on elm street yeah. our, um oh, the last yeah. episode the effects in that movie yeah like everything that like held up because uh, a lot of it was used with shadows and that's kind of like the same thing that this movie does too uses a lot of shadows and, and dark and backdrops and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it, it definitely um, helps with things holding up and not falling apart so much. And um, I know this movie went through a lot of hell also. There's a really good series on Shutter uh, called Cursed Films. And the first episode they did yes. was was on this one with all the shit that happened yeah. in the background, you know. And yeah. um, I know yeah, that, that uh, William. So good. It, it really, really is. The whole series is amazing. But just like realizing er- what all the people on set were going through, especially like Linda Blair, how she fucking like almost like broke herself or pretty much actually did. She literally broke her back. Yeah. And she had to get like the replacement in there and just how nobody, well, I mean, there were people on set. They were trying to like, you know, take control, but William was just so like, this needs to get done. I don't care what happens. No, it needs to get done. And uh, I don't care if you get hurt, just do it was his mentality you know so it, it's kind of rough but the finished product is amazing um yep. like you just want to say it's worth it but um, for day, her well, right? she has never recovered from her back injury no and no she was pulled across the floor into the dresser oh. um i don't think she broke her back but her injury was permanent and yep. to this day she yeah if you if you watch she's not in a lot now but if you see anything that she's in you can see that she has a bit of a limp and she's stiff and she's kind of turned from that injury that she sustained during the exorcism it sucks you know and things like that do happen during filming but this was during a time where i think the codes weren't as strict as they are now with mm-hmm. like safety and everything, so anything could happen. Yeah, you know, like nowadays, like you need someone there watching everything at all times. You think of that shit that just happened with um fucking what's his name, the guy from uh, um Alec Baldwin. Rock. yeah, with the uh, gun. Yep. So like things like that, you, you know? know, you need somebody to keep an eye on all that, all the little details like that. Yeah, so it's crazy. So this movie definitely has its curses. People died on set. Um, there's so much shit happened with this film outside of the film. You no, know? um, but. It, I love this film regardless. I, I watch it, I would say maybe like every year, year and a half, because I get that itch. Like, I need to watch something that's scary and deals with religion, because I know this movie always delivers, no matter how many times I've watched it. Yep. Um, but yeah, like, there really isn't much more to say about this film other than going through what happens in the film. 
So, okay, um, but um, before we start going through the film, sure. Um, the first time I saw this, I was twelve, um, and I'm going to be forty this year, so it was a while ago. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, wow. Yeah, and uh, and I saw the original version, obviously, and I never thought that anything could top the original Exorcist until they re-released it with the crab walk the spider walk <laughs> down the stairs oh yep there is nothing in this world that can compare to that visual yeah i know exactly what you're talking that about that is too. one of yep. the most terrifying things that i think anybody could ever see in their life oh yeah burn the house down immediately <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> fuck that you're naked now you're not <laughs> anymore i'm out another thing that i totally forgot happened I, I don't know if it was like super popular over here but our friend um dean of the dead who's over in the uk he saw this as a play Oh shit! And he said that was the scariest yeah. fucking thing he's ever seen, like what scarier than the movie. I would love to go to that something like that. So yeah. apparently, there's a play of The Exorcist. I don't know if it really went around here, but he says he he saw it like where he was in the UK, and he said it was like super scary. Huh. So um, I'm gonna see if I maybe need that in my life. I need it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I'm gonna see if like there's like videos like after. I meant to look up to see if there was any like you know people may have recorded something. Depends on like how long ago this was, or maybe there was footage of it during it uh, being active of like the actual place filming it. That would be really really cool. But um, can we bring that back? Because I want to witness right. that. I really <laughs> really do. Thank you. Let's just bring back theater all together. Start what about a Halloween play or you yeah, know? <laughs> um, nah, that might be a little. Weird, but like with certain movies, though, it could be pulled off. I feel yeah. like it would be a whole new experience, you know. Oh, for sure. I mean, because um, obviously being there in person is like way different than watching yeah. something on your screen and just seeing things happen in front of you. Yeah, like that would that. It, I guess it just adds to it. You just know? imagine seeing that crab walk in <laughs> real life. I mean, imagine the crucifix scene mm-hmm. oh, in yeah. real life. Fuck me! Fuck me! Oh Damn. man! I'd be like, "Fuck this!" I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. You get red ribbons coming out. Yeah. Being in the front row and you get like puked on—that'd be awesome. Oh. <laughs> War comes out. We need that. We definitely need that in our lives. So please, whoever made that play, either get it like reinstated or give it to somebody else to bring it over here because I really want to see it. Absolutely. I, I, I really definitely do. watch it. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, you guys want to start off uh, with the movie, or do you want us to go? It really doesn't I'll matter. See. You know what? You guys go ahead. And you we'll sure? Jump in. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, um, Aaron, I'll start, and then you can uh, you can jump in, or we can just bounce <laughs> back and forth and whatnot. But here we go into the actual movie. So we start off um, in northern Iraq, and... Um, See a bunch of people like digging. See like what the what the hell is going on over here? And um, it's like a lot of people, a lot of people. So you know that they're they're digging for something serious. Um, so we get a lot of cuts of everybody just digging, and then there's a boy, who I think is a boy. I don't think he's he's a grown man. Looks like a boy who's running, and goes to group of.
Somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. The world of darkness. Nobody expected it. Nobody believed it. And nothing could stop it. There are no experts. You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. Now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that! One hope, the only hope, the exorcist. People say, like, hey, we, uh, we found something. There's pieces of uh, something that we found. So they go over there and... Uh, one of the, I guess, I don't know if we're really introduced to him now, but we see um, Father Marin um, who's there, who is obviously looking for some sort of religious artifact or something. So he goes over to the spot where the boy brought them, and he reaches his hand in and pulls out a rock. He's like, I don't know what the hell this is. You're trying to make it out, and he brushes it off by taking like a little brush out of somebody's pocket. He breaks it off, and it's like a little, like, demon head. So you're like, oh, this is cool. So we know where this is going already. It was, you know, demons and shit and <laughs> exorcist. And uh, he's just kind of going around town. Uh, we find out that he has to take these pills, which I'm still confused why he's taking these pills. Maybe for his tremors or something like that, because he was kind of, like, shaky when he was yeah. taking it. But do you guys know what the hell um, those pills were for? Because I'm still trying to figure PTSD. out. Is it, is it tremors? Does he have maybe like a, a heart no, condition? They were um, uh, fuck, uh, nitroglycerin pills. Oh, oh really? Heart. Okay. All right, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah, because he does heart. die of a heart attack, doesn't he? I'm uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah. Trouble yeah, okay. the head, Aaron. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <It's> all <laughs> We've all seen it, though. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he has to take you pills. Seen it. What are you doing here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's taking pills and then we kind of just see, um, you know, some more of Northern Iraq. And then we get this, like, really, I, I laugh at this every time I see it is like these three men who are just hammering away. <laughs> like, I guess it's like a sword or some sort of like, um, digging device. And it's just like going ham on his hammer. Every time I see it, I'm just dying. They're like, they're like so into it. Um, and then we kind of get like the final shot of, um, Father Marin and this giant statue with a huge dick, which I always thought was like really, really funny. And that shot, I like this shot a lot because it, it's very windy. There's dust everywhere and sand. Yeah, the dogs are fighting and shit too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they, everybody starts going fucking crazy, and he's just staring at the statue. And, and the audio, like, I'm glad you brought that up. The audio in that part is, it's almost 
it's it's creeping the fact that if if stillness had a sound, yeah, that's what stillness would sound like. Exactly. So disconcerting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's almost like listening to like a windstorm underwater. That's Water. a good way of putting yeah. it. Okay, words. It was just the way that it, it was presented, man. That, that you knew that that scene set the tone for what the fuck was about to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. It makes you uncomfortable. De- I mean, there was a lot of demon dick on the screen there for a few <laughs> minutes, but after that, yeah, he did some. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene so much. It's really beautiful, too. You know, it's like really obviously shocking, and you're like, I guess I know what I'm getting myself into while watching this. Um, uh-huh. It's just great. And I just love, like, everything around him is just going crazy. The dogs are fighting. The men are, like, the staring at him while he's, like, looking at the statue. And um, then <laughs> he um, goes to talk. Wait, is this before or after? No, before he goes to talk and say that he's moving. Okay, I jumped ahead of myself on my notes. But he goes to talk and be like, hey, I need to, like, leave. And then that's when we kind of work to the statue, like the clock stops and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So those are little little um, things that happen that you kind of realize that shit's about to go down in this film. Uh, then uh, we move over to Georgetown, and um, we kind of get introduced to the family. We get introduced to Reagan and Chris and realize that they kind of have, like, you know, a pretty happy life and whatnot. And she's a, an actress. Um, uh, and then one night she wakes up and she hears, like, these noises in the attic. Which, it, as soon as you hear that stuff, it's really creepy. And I remember watching this movie, too. I was really, really young when I saw this. Um, I saw this after I saw Halloween. So, like, I was already kind of... Uh, scared of a lot of things as a kid and it took me a long time to really break out of my shell and embrace horror uh, I saw Halloween uh, when I was about I always forget I think it was like around like 10 and that scared the shit out of me and I think I saw this right around the same time as you Gabby when I was like 12 maybe 13 Yeah. and this was like the first like real like horror movie I saw and I watched it with my mom and I just remember being scared and turning away all the time and as soon as like this this part came on i remember it very well i had to leave the room because the noises were so loud in this scene and her walking into the room like i was peeking around the corner watching this <laughs> and my mom's just sitting on the couch yeah. like you know she's all fine with like a cup of coffee and i was like what the fuck how can you do this so um yeah she like walks into the room like the, the windows are wide open and she sees that um her daughter reagan isn't covered at all. So she goes and covers up Reagan. Then we move to the next day. No, nothing really happens there. He kind of like suspects something's happening because it's a little weird that the window's wide open and she doesn't have a blanket on or anything. And, and her mom's just like, eh, I guess it's all right. Doesn't even question like how the window opened or, or anything like that. Doesn't even check to see if her daughter's like warm or anything. She just throws the blanket on. Like I would check her. Like, are you alive? <laughs> So, um, <laughs> she, she's laying there pretty blat the fuck up. I ain't gonna lie. She's all like facing the shit, arm all like, yeah, exactly. Like, messed, you know, blat the fuck up. And she's okay, let me just throw that on there for you. 
It's like, oh, here's, here's your blankets, and we'll move them the next day. And then she starts Ooh. talking to um, her butler and um, the, the other housekeeper. It's like, sure. oh, we got, we got rats. And he's like, no, we don't. <laughs> we ain't got rats. I just cleaned up there. And she's like, no, we have rats. I heard it. It's like, okay. It's rats, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's rats. He gets oh, yeah. so defensive. Mm-hmm. He really <laughs> does. Mean- He's like, like, you're questioning my, my job here? You're questioning my loyalty to you? <laughs> no. like it, the, the sound was so loud. How can you blame it all? It sounded <laughs> no, like the it's Ninja nonsense. That's at least, training. at the very least, a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God. Like, that's a big fucking rat. Like you a know, bomb went off in her yeah. freaking attic. It's like, <laughs> she go upstairs and Master Splinter's sitting there eating a slice of pizza. <laughs> Couple of turtles, doing kung fu. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get the rat. <laughs> Fuck out of here! Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, like same. Like, I don't know how the hell she would think that that was rats. Me, logically, I obviously would have checked on Reagan. As someone who had four rats as pets too, you know what I mean? They're not that <laughs> <Yeah>. loud. <laughs> yeah. Like after I checked on you Reagan, you rats as pets. My husband yeah, had a them. pet, and he loved his rat. Oh, they're the sweetest things ever. They're like honestly like little tiny dogs, in a way. My Once son he... is four, and I can't wait until we can get him a pet rat. Oh yeah, they're they're amazing. I recommend yeah. it. Um, yeah, they they are really yeah. nice. They're very playful. Every time we went over mm-hmm. there, whenever we took them out, yeah, super, super cuddly, really really cute. My husband was in college. He would tuck his rat in his shirt pocket. And yeah, I it. took my rat to Walmart when he wants. I put him in my sweatshirt yeah. pocket. And <laughs> hilarious! I didn't know you did that. Yeah. <laughs> For a lot of people, it's the tails that yeah. you have to get over. But I don't mind that at all. It's a tail. <laughs> oh, fucking tail! Who cares? Yeah, no, I think it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> but I, anyway, back anyway. to the exorcist. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the guy is kind of like really upset. In a way of like her saying like you didn't clean up there. Essentially, it's like what are you pretty much saying? Like you don't think I like cleaned up there? You don't think I'm taking care of the house, and whatnot? And she's like, no, just put some rat uh, traps up there. So they do that. Then we jump to the filming of um, the movie that that Chris is in, and we kind of get introduced to the director and realize that this guy's kind of a shithead right off the bat. Um, you kind of like want to like him. Uh, even though you don't really see him that much, but you can tell that he just doesn't care about anything. But uh, she was even asking him, like, so what is, uh, why are we here? Why are we um, doing this um, protest? And he's like, don't worry about it. Like, (laughs) she wants to be obviously in character. She wants to give the passion there and get the understanding of why she's doing what she's doing in this certain scene, which is understandable. If I was an actor, I was doing a scene that involved a shit ton of people, and you had to do a protest or something on the line along the lines like this, and you were the main speaker of the scene. She uh, she runs up there through all of them and starts speaking. I would want to know what what, what I'm fighting or yeah, whatnot, you want to know, you know the details exactly. And I think everybody would kind of speak on that and be like, "Yeah, I need to know what I'm doing so I can get the emotion behind it." Um, but as she's doing that, we kind of um, get zoomed over to uh, a priest. We don't know who he is yet, but he is watching, and we cut to him a lot during this whole scene. And as he's like walking away, um, we watch him kind of fade away. And then I think it's Chris who's walking home, and we get the theme song, the theme that plays so freaking. Oh, 
it's just it gives me goosebumps it was that scene too when i every recognized time. the movie like because i hadn't seen it in so long like since forever ago when i was a kid or whatever but yeah. like it was like that scene though when i it was like oh, i've seen this movie before it was yeah. that music it just like clicked you know and it's funny too because that, that playlist i have of like all like the horror movie themes like that's mm-hmm. when i would throw on so much yeah. it's just so horror chilling theme. Is it playing in anybody else's head right now? Yeah, yes, it <laughs> is. Right yeah. Well, yeah, I do. Four themes in the history of horror that you know right off the bat. Halloween. Yep. Yep. Amityville Horror. Yep. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone's another one, but <laughs> The Exorcist. Yes. You her, know yeah. right off the bat some of the most iconic stuff. Mm-hmm. And... It's up there, you know, Halloween's a great theme, but the Exorcist theme's up there with it for me. It has me. more body to it. Yeah. It does, it does. There's so yeah. much more going on. Yeah, it does. And it but... really, it finishes the feel of how you're supposed to be feeling for this film. Anxious, yeah. um, mm-hmm. sad, a little depressed, um, surprised, angry. There's a little Disgusting. bit of anger in it. There's all, everything <laughs> is in that theme, and just like with them walking down the street it fits so perfect it sets up the whole like this feeling of that town also like how all these other people are it's it's so beautiful but it's so chilling at the same time (laughs) that's the beautiful way to say it want me to throw it to them yeah all right we'll throw it to you guys (laughs) he's trying to find a spot so if you guys want to take it from there so oh i'm more a gamer oh you are you are hard okay (laughs) all right so i love the fact like we meet Karis, okay? And I believe he is visiting his mom. Yes. Okay. Visiting his mom. He's uh, He goes into his mom's house, and it's an old, like, rustic kind of home. Um, he's from the, you know, his mom's old school, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Old school Spanish kind of deal, you know what I mean? And she's sitting there, and she must have something wrong with her legs. Because it comes to a scene where he's like wrapping her legs after she feeds him and they're talking and he's trying, basically he's trying to talk his mom into moving into like, I would say a retirement community. Yeah. Something along lines like that. Yeah. Because she can't take care of herself and she, she needs help with her legs because I guess her legs are really bad. And She's old school. This is my house. I ain't going nowhere, you know. And he he tries and tries, but he just can't get nowhere with it. Okay. So he leaves. You know, she falls asleep listening to that big, beautiful, old-ass radio. <laughs> I think that's so such a beautiful uh, – I love radios like that. So she's sleeping, and then they cut back to where, I guess, Reagan and her mom – are sitting there talking. Reagan's mom gets home, yeah. and he's telling her about this big, beautiful horse, and you know they're having this moment. And then she grabs a cookie and runs, and you know it's the it's it's your typical family moment before things start it's to so go wrong. It really is. Yeah. I, I love the whole family aspect and just really yeah. how close yeah. they are. You know, yeah. exactly makes- because. That's where they're going to hit you with the boom when stuff really starts going mm-hmm. because you see, like, this is a wholesome family. They're just trying to live their lives. It's Reagan's birthday, you know, yep. so she wants to do something special. But you find out that her dad's kind of like a piece of crap because he, I guess he didn't even call her on her birthday. 
and nope. then we we get to the scene that's basically what starts the trigger events here. That's when they're down in the basement or their playroom or whatever, and they introduce the Ouija board. Yep. <laughs> and it's so funny because I think she names whatever entity she's talking to is Captain Howdy. Is the name okay? So. I mean, I, I know demons lie, but don't you think it could have came up with a better name than damn Captain Howdy? Like, <laughs> oh, come sure. on. Like, you know, for a kid but, in the 70s, though, that would have been like, oh, yeah, this guy's great. He's Captain yeah, Howdy. Yeah, true. <laughs> and it, 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 it fooled the shit out of her, you know what I'm saying? She's like, oh, yeah, Captain Howdy. Here's the red flag for your boy, though. Okay. They're sitting there talking, you know, playing around stuff, and then when Reagan shows the Ouija board to her mom and her mom says, well, let's play, you know, let's, you want to try it? Yeah. And they go to put their hands on it and the plant chat goes to no by yep. itself. Oh, yeah, immediately. And like, it's, yeah. And then their mom's like, you really don't want me to play, do you? And I, I saw that part. I'm like, bitch, did you see your daughter touch it? <laughs> that was <laughs> all I thought. <laughs> also, <laughs> Another thing that if you listen, uh, you might actually um, not hear her say this really quick, but she said, oh, I've played this multiple times before. Like, I've done yeah. it myself. So yes. she's already, like, yeah. there. She yeah. already has this thing. She just invited this motherfucker right in. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you, they, yeah. you fucked your family and yourself immediately. And too, yeah. Fuck around they and find tell. out. Yeah, basically. And that's the thing. They tell you, like, even on the Milton Bradley ones that you can buy nowadays, you're not supposed to play with those things by yourself. Nope. That Side is note. A Side note, everyone. Note. Has anybody here actually played with a real Ouija board? I have. I have. I have. I have. Any any experiences to share? Or? Yeah. I, I mean, nothing like super duper serious, but um, um, I, have I would say maybe like five or six years ago, it was in a library, which is really weird. We were in like a a side room, me and a couple of my friends, um, we just brought it because um, we were trying, like, all these things out, you know, like, oh, we're going to go get, like, um, crystals and stuff like this and do, like, all these weird things. But, like, we'll, we'll start with the Ouija board. We'll, we'll bring it over where there's a lot of people. We'll go to the library. We're going to, in the side room. And um, we were uh, moving it. Well, we weren't moving it. We had it there. We were asking questions. And then... I mean, I'm still kind of a skeptic because there was like maybe like four or five of us doing it. So, I mean, at any point, and maybe it could have been somebody, but I have an open mind where I'm just like, I don't think it was them because they were the type of people who wouldn't lie about something like this. And it was moving and it spelled out die. Yeah. And we were just like, nope, <laughs> never again. Nope. And never touched another Ouija board ever. Nothing ever happened to any of us, thankfully. But, uh, yeah, that that's um, my experience. And we, we literally took the thing and threw it. We were like, nope, fucking done, and left the library immediately. <laughs> uh, I um, had an experience with a Ouija board. Uh, it was pretty fucking terrifying. Uh, a buddy of mine, we were like, hey, let's try playing with this Ouija board in this graveyard. 
I mean, fucking oh, why the not? the best you know? place to do it, man. <laughs> you know, just do it, do it fucking big, right? Yeah, your yeah. friend is like the king of good ideas. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I know, and I'm like, and I'm just the the court jester right behind his fucking ass. Oh yeah, let's do it, buddy. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. So we're sitting there playing with it, and it was weird. I knew something was off because we had played with it. We have a a, a, a mountain where we live called Chickies. Okay, we started there. Really didn't get much, you know. Then we went to this uh, this cemetery, and then it was weird because everything was starting to like spell backwards, hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what the fuck? And it spelled out chickies backwards. We got on something with chickies, and I was like, kind of meh. But we asked, where do we know you from? Because we asked, do you know? And it said chickies. I said, oh shit, okay. And then we start talking to a little bit, and then we're like, okay, we're gonna go by. Well, then you know, I had the bright idea. This was mine. Uh, we decided to take it to my, my parents' house oh, and play with it out front of the house, okay? Yeah. And then we got on there and so started moving. And then I was like, do I know you? And they said, yeah. I said, where do we know you? Spelled out chickies in reverse again. And we're like, okay, listen, you got to go. We're at my house. You got to go. And I don't know if you guys know this, but in the demon world, everything is spelled backwards. Yeah. So it's spelled chickies backwards. So my buddy thinks we were on with the demon, whatever, you know. After it left, we got on again, and we got on with another entity, and we uh, we asked who it was, and it said Angela. A girl by the name of Angela was murdered in my parents' house back in the seventies. Oh shit! Oh damn! Get the fuck out of here! And so we were talking to her, and I was like, you know, are you evil? Is that no? I was like, well, do you like our family? And it said no, and I said, well, do you like my dad? And he said, she said, yeah. And then I asked, do you like me? No. And I asked, do you like my mom? No. I was like, why? And it spelled out fighting. My mom and I would butt heads a lot back in the day. So it said they didn't like us because me and my mom would fight all the time. And then it spelled out basement. You're giving me chills like, right now, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. Yeah, I'm getting chills now. I'm just thinking about it. I was like, what do you mean basement? And it spelled out C-O-M-E, come. I was like, you want me to come to the basement? Wait, were you alone and, doing this? No, it was with my buddy. My oh, buddy okay, was okay, okay. And it said yes. I said, I ain't going to the basement. It said yes again. It went right up to yes again. Like, shot up to yes again. I'm like, I'm not doing it. And then I was like, are you scared of something? And it said yes. And then I said, what are you scared of? And the planchette kept going off of the board, pointing towards the house next door. And I was like, are you scared of something next door? And it spelled out yes. So apparently a woman died in the house next door. And it was like a week or two before they found her body. So so I guess whatever was in that house was like tormenting Angela. And it, it, oh, it was crazy. And then it kept telling me to go to the basement. It wanted me to go. I said, what about my buddy? He said, no, you. I said, uh-uh. Oh, so yeah. So I, nope. said, I said, we're done. I Sorry, said, I'm Angie. Not going to happen. <laughs> That's not happening. And then we got off the board. if it went down there, though? I'd see, I don't know, because I felt like the way the basement was, the basement door, when you walk through the front door of the house, the basement door stared you right in the face. And Imagine then you walking turn, down and that there. was there. Like he and, went down there and her face like popped around the corner and then it like went, went, went on our right last back. on our last episode together didn't you tell a story about you like you locked a brother down there or something like that 
and the girl came out of the cubby hole yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah that's right you did that to your brother uh, i did <laughs> oh, we had some gnarly stories last yeah. time i was a dick i was a dick <laughs> but a lot of these stories happened in my parents house wow. and i felt like after my buddy left i felt like because i had to go into the house and walk by the basement to go you know through the living room and up the steps i literally felt like every time i walked past that basement for the next like week that that door was going to shoot open and something was going to grab me that's terrifying but you yeah. never went down there for any of the reasons after that did you i i did i did and it was always like little things like the temperature would be colder in one spot Oof. you know than another or you would hear something but i would try to play it off as like you know something settling or the kubi hole i would hear something in the kubi hole but uh i would like kind of chalk it up as the house settling kind of deal and then i remember one time my dad turned the lights off on me when i was down there oh no and i swear i heard footsteps from Dude, the end I'm of the basement. That's a scary Literally, I heard footsteps from the end of the basement walk to the steps. And as it started walking up the steps to me, mm-hmm. my dad opened the door and I ran out. I didn't even look behind me. Because yeah. I was standing there pounding on the door for him to let me out. And I just heard footsteps. Man. I didn't look behind me, nothing. I just gone i'm getting chills oh this, is me right. <laughs> this is like on, a, awesome, on like the same topic Wait. of like ghosts wow. and stuff but before we jump back into the into the movie there's something i need to track down and send to you guys if i can get it um there was somebody when i was like streaming on on twitch uh that was a girl <laughs> who would like you know come in there and she would talk to me she'd be like yeah i've had experience with ghosts and stuff like that because i was talking about like the, the podcasts and stuff and i was like trying to get other people to come on and whatnot so um, she was telling me, she's like, yeah, my, my uh, dad runs like an art shop and, um, you know, there's this one ghost who likes to like fuck around with his stuff and whatnot. So I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And they have security cameras, right? So um, she's like, I think I have a video where I can show you what was going on. Um, so she had one video that was really, really short, didn't show as much as she wanted to. But then I guess her dad had a bunch of stuff on hard drives. So they, they dug it out. Um, and there was like, um, a shelf with just a bunch of paint on it. And you just see paint flying across the room and all these weird things happening. And it just like, it tumbles it over and then a whole shelf just falls off. And I was watching this. I was like, are you sure this isn't like a doctor thing? You didn't find this on the internet or anything. She's like, no, because, um, I think she sent me another version of like um, them being there watching it or something like that was like recording it off to their camera. And I was just like, this is a shop that you guys own. And she's like, yeah, this happens like almost every single night. They have to keep spending a shit ton of money to replace all the supplies. So wherever the shop is, if it's still open, that ghost is still doing that shit. It's just knocking paint and stuff all over it. It's like, it's an evil one too. She says that it like it, tries to hurt people so it's not a good spirit just knocking stuff off no (laughs) it's like just watching it i was just like what you have to find that (laughs) yeah i have it on discord somewhere i think i can find it and send it to you guys but like wow man 
This yeah. is crazy. crazy stuff. I'm glad I didn't experience anything to that level because an yeah, evil spirit fucking up your products. <laughs> yeah, that pissed. Yeah, that would piss mm-hmm. me off. That would scare the shit out of me, but that would piss me off. But he would go yeah. there every day. And just, be in like, that shop every day. It, it only know. happened at night. Uh, separate, I think she said maybe a couple of times during the day it would like like fuck with her or something whenever she was there. But like that's damn. where I'm getting out of the paint business. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Your story just like oh my god, that's crazy. Was... I have like goosebumps honestly right now. I got, I, really I, got I got them too. Like I got the pills in like the back of my ears and my neck oh. just. Just you remembering in that it, house, dude. or well, no. Uh, when my mom passed away. Oh, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Sorry, no, you're, you're good. Um, my mom passed away, and then my dad ended up selling the house and moving to Texas. So I tried to get the house back. I, you know, because I guess the person who bought it sold it, and now they're renting it to a family. Uh, um, gotta watch the news. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? That's scared. <laughs> like, like I said, that's them. But I tried to get it back because. I wanted to film a video in that basement just to see, you know, just like a ghost hunt, something just, just mm-hmm. to not even a ghost hunt, just film me sitting there talking, telling the story and see if I could pick that would something make up. Such great content, man. Oh, dude, I, I missed out because I've had voices tell me to open the basement door. A Ooh, female voice God. tell me to open the basement door. This is better you know, than the Exorcist movie right now. Honestly. I, 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 think. <laughs> I, I mean, I've had so many experiences in that house. Like, I almost miss it. Like, you know, that I don't have that at my disposal. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't have the opportunity to do that. But, I mean, it's... Sneak into the house. Time, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just knock, no, no, I'd back, knock hey, on the in. door and just be like, basement. hey, I grew up here. Can I come in? Yeah, I would just I mean, ask them. Like, they do it in movies. I mean, why not? Yeah, they, they definitely do it in movies. <laughs> Make sure you bring some I, I kind of baked like good. Go back. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would by. definitely like to just just go back and visit it. Like that, that would be cool. That would be cool because if that I ever have, happens, like I said, let us know. Yeah, I want to check that out. I would love to, especially that basement. You know, especially because like I had a dog who every time we would open that basement door, he would stand at the door and just bark. Oh man! Oh, my God! No other time. But as soon as you open that basement, animals door, have that sixth sense. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, I didn't mean to scare you guys with that. But uh, I love it. Uh, I, I, I love the feeling of being scared. I love <laughs> so it. Do I. That's why we're all here. Yeah, so do I. But uh, anyway, that's why you know with the whole Ouija board thing and the Exorcist, you don't bring something like that in, like she brought Captain Howdy. Yeah. And then it seemed like at that point in the movie, because later in the movie, that's. They, they they go to where her mom, Reagan's mom, is arguing with the woman on the phone, the the operator, yeah. because he's trying to get a hold of the husband. And then later that night she hears, you know, Master Splinter upstairs doing his thing <laughs> again, eating a sandwich or, you know, playing playing hockey, uh, you know, upstairs. <laughs> Whatever the, the fuck Master Splinter does. And then, but when she goes up, you know, and the candle does oh, that hellflame. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. She's like, why don't you have a flashlight? But then the thing is, though, the thing for me is, though, even after she does that and that candle goes hellflame on her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
she wakes up the next morning and says it's a fucking rat. Yeah. You know, like, she, what, she looked at all the traps. They were all completely yeah. fine. You know what's really funny? That the, the butler guy was, like, right there with her. Like, oh! <laughs> you know? Set up some traps. Oh, like, you told me to. Yeah. Yeah, see, no rats, no rats. He's like, no rats. I told you, like you dumb bitch. I told you, no rats. <laughs> but I just, how could she blame after that? Like, how the fuck can you blame it on rats? I mean, literally, your plane jolted eight feet in the air. Yeah. Like, yeah, but we have to remember here? that this is also a, a family dynamic movie. That a lot of this movie, a lot of the yeah. drama, and a lot of the suspense in this movie is the parental denial. Yeah, and the yeah, denial that the, the mom does not want to think anything of anything, and I mean, you live in DC. I doubt it's going to be a raccoon. What else would it yeah, be? Yeah, true. That you is know, very, very true. Unless it's a stranger and up there, some guy crawled into your house, homeless dude. Sounded like a fucking. Oh moose. my god, let a homeless <laughs> crawl into my attic. You better clean that shit up while you're up there. I still, I still don't buy the rat. <laughs> the one thing I really do like, though, before that is like when Reagan like, says to uh, Chris, "It's like my bed was shaking and I couldn't go to sleep." Oh, She's like, "Oh, uh, that's okay." Like, she was just like, yeah. "Oh, that's just all right." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just, just a yeah, It's like, just a house settling. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah, my bed was shaking. So, oh, okay. Go back to bed. Like, yeah, if my, my son came in, um, he's four years old now, but if he came in and he was like, yeah, my bed was shaking, I can't go to sleep, I'd be like, what the? We're leaving. We're going to the hotel. <laughs> Didn't he used to say he used to have, like, have nightmares and shit or something? Or, like, he used to be scared to come into his room? Yeah, um, the room that we're in right now, now that you say that, holy fuck, here's another thing. Sorry, guys, we're going, like, way off topic. And this used, this this, this used to fucking scare my fiancé. She's in the other room with my son right now. They're both going to bed. But, yeah, when he was young, um, uh, when you know, when kids are babies and stuff, you're always, like, looking at them to make sure that they're, they're breathing and whatnot. Because as, especially as, like, a first-time parent, you're like, oh, my God, is he... Is he fine and whatnot but he was getting a little bit older oh my god yeah and this is what i think actually stopped him from sleeping in his bed in this room um it's kind of weird that i moved everything into here and now claimed it as my own but <laughs> he has his bed in in the other room with us but he's slept with us for a while and we're trying to transition him back to being in his bed but um yeah he used to he would like go to sleep in here we would get him down this is maybe it was like one or two, so he was still, you know, in his crib and whatnot. But I would be up, and I would hear something in this room, and and then I would hear like um, his crib, like kind of like rattle a little bit. But I thought maybe it was just him like moving and just like hitting the side of it, whatnot. And then I would like be like, okay, it's fine. Like I'm not gonna go check on him because I don't want to wake him up or anything. And as soon as I like to go to fall asleep, or if I do fall asleep, I remember there was a couple of times I did fall asleep. He would just wake up crying hysterically, hysterically in this room. And it, uh, I checked the temperature and make sure it wasn't too hot or anything. Cause we have like um, electric um, heating in here. I was make sure it wasn't too, um, too cold, too hot, too yeah. cold, or too hot or anything. He was fine. It was fine in here, but then I would pick him up and then he would be looking at that the corner right over here. Just crying. Nope. Hello. Just crying. 
and then he would have nope. eventually get him back down and then like i would i would tell felicia my fiance and she'd be like there's something in this in this house and um funny enough too it's um apparently um it's not there anymore but the people who own this house before us and the people who lived here i guess the daughter she had like a little like um doll and we have like a little attic space we don't use it so we haven't really checked up there but we had a guy come in here and look at just to see those rats and stuff it's our new landlord looked at it and said there was nothing up there but apparently there was a doll that they used to have here that would like move and they put it in the attic and left it there but it's not there anymore but they said before they left this is last year before i got like i'm switched over to a new landlord they said yeah it's still up there i have i never touched that thing no one's ever touched it or anything but as soon as the guy went up they said there's no doll up here man it's not there anymore it's not there anymore no, you need to move. <laughs> I mean, nothing has happened in a in, long time. In, it's been okay, Logan's like four now. Will. This was like this was two years ago, and in. so yeah. Uh, I, I say we move. go up there one day. <laughs> yeah, Dude, we probably so should film this, it. So that, Aaron so is so like, doll, let's go. <laughs> so that doll probably still in the house somewhere. Maybe, maybe some of the somewhere. walls. Um, mm, yeah, I don't nope. really talk about this stuff too much because, like, my fiance, she's. Well, Probably, yeah, Annabelle's up in the yeah, attic. When she, when so you guys can come yeah, down here and visit us, but I'm not coming up that place. Okay, we'll go, we'll go, we'll record it and put it on for the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just like freak days. Like, he would just like wake up randomly crying, go down peacefully. He ate enough and everything and made sure that he was good. But yeah, mm-hmm. this, I just remember him crying. At like it, was one, like, it was almost at the same time every if i remember correctly it was like almost the same time in the morning it was like a little after 3 a.m oh so it's like haunting oh, hour shit. it was like a consistent oh, thing hour. yeah great no bye hour, <laughs> nothing has happened since we haven't heard anything nothing unusual happens that's because bitch is stuck in the walls yeah. you gotta yeah. get out fucking annabelle you can stay there yeah. so um yeah <laughs> Watch, now that we're talking about this, gonna fucking Oh my god, I know, right? And I'm, I'm gonna blame it on you, Aaron. <laughs> it's gonna be my fault. <laughs> I'm gonna blame it on you. But, oh, oh, shit. You brought yeah. it up. That's crazy that you, you know, the doll the attic story. I got one of those, too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's fucking crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll just throw a wow one, just a couple minutes. Not even a couple minutes, a couple seconds. So I was helping my aunt move one time, okay, into a new house. Uh-huh. And um, I was there helping. I stayed the night and everything. And we were getting early to it early the next morning. Well, that night I had a dream that I was being chased around the house by this porcelain doll. Oh, no. Porcelain and, was the scariest. Oh, and I was being chased <laughs> and being chased. And then towards the end of the dream, I fell down the steps. And then when I like looked, the porcelain doll was right here. And I fucking woke up, you know, I woke up in a panic or whatever, you know, wow. whatever. So I managed to go back to sleep. Well, the next morning, we were starting to put shit in the attic. Oh, and no. And we found this chest in the attic. And we opened it up. And it was full of porcelain dolls. And she no, picked I'm up a porcelain doll. Come out. She, she picked up a porcelain doll. Tell me why it was the same porcelain doll that was in my dream. I'm out. Bye. Fuck that. The exact same one. Dude. The face... 
the fucking dress it was wearing was the exact same one that I that I had the dream about. And you'd never seen it before the dream. I've never seen. I never saw it before. When oh, she man. opened that chest and showed me the doll that she pulled out, I cried. I was like 15 years old and I broke down in tears. I said, I can't do it. I gotta go. I can't help you. That's the same doll I had to dream about last night. If we're going to go into creepy dolls, you guys, we can do this now or we can do it after recording. But I have actually up in my bedroom, in my rocking chair, I can show you the creepiest fucking oh, horse you, dog. You can, you can do it right now if you oh, want to. You get it? All right, topic. I'll be right back. Talk about <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I love about having guests on the show is just the stories. And... Yeah. Um, actually, there was one other thing that happened really recently. Um, I don't know what it was. But um, uh, Felicia, she woke up. I think I was coming to bed. I turned off like all the lights. We don't really have anything that shows like light in here anywhere, um, except for maybe one little light that's like in our neighbors that shines through a little bit. But other than that, my, my house is like pitch black when we shut off all the lights. And then she, um, as I was settling down, I was like pretty much asleep. Like I was like about to you know actually be asleep she pokes me i didn't tell you this this happened maybe like two months ago um she pokes me and she says what is that light out there i was like what are you what light are you talking about she's like it looks like a fire so i look out there i'm like there's no fucking light out here i go back and lay down she's like it's still over there i'm like what are you talking about there's no light i go I check the stove, make sure that there's no fires or anything going on, even though we have electric. She's like, I definitely see a fire right there. I'm like, where is it? She's like, it's over by um, where um, our couch used to be. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's nothing there. So I investigated. Nothing happened. We went back yeah. to bed. But then uh, the next morning, she's like, wasn't there a fire here last night? I was like, there was no fire here. What are you talking about? So she must have been either like really like into her dream and she was just, like talking out loud like she was like yeah. almost like sleepwalking but obviously not sleepwalking but sleep talking but like it was scaring the fuck out of me I was like what do you mean there's no fire in the house they have no lights on right now what are you talking about oh, but yeah that happened uh, recently orb or something maybe the damn like, doll that... oh, so she was in bed while this was happening like she was like yep. in between yep they say like when you when you get in between like sleep and being awake, when you're at that perfect point, your mind is at its most open, and maybe mm-hmm. she's all. You know, that's that's crazy. Yeah, that is like two months ago. That makes crazy. sense that's... though. If like it is like paranormal, like you mm-hmm. know, like, if you're you know that sound, that's probably when you're most vulnerable too. You know, yeah, your exactly. mind's most vulnerable. So like, but yeah. All right, let's see this doll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, a little backstory. My entire family are auctioneers and antique dealers. So, um, when my grandmother was alive, every year for Christmas, I would get a porcelain doll, but it was like brand new. She would just buy me a porcelain doll. Or games like Um, that. (laughs) My parents did the same thing for my sister with Barbie. They're in a garbage bag somewhere on my mother's property. I have not looked at those in years, but um, for when I was 13 for Christmas, my mom went to the auction hall and she found me an antique doll uh, nope. and she dressed it in her christening outfit. Oh, oh so. No. Oh my this God. Is the doll. Okay. That is terrifying. Oh, 
It gets better. Oh no. Oh what my god. Fuck? It's got two what? heads. What? Well, two faces. It's got three. Oh my god. What the hell is that? Oh, why? Why? <laughs> and you why? just leave it chilling on a fucking rocking chair. Why do people. My husband these keeps things? it covered completely. You can't find it. It took me a minute to find it because it's completely covered. I don't blame him. These eyes follow That's, you. That looks like they definitely do. I can yeah. feel it right now. What That's why fuck? I keep it on sleeping. Yeah. I mean, what if the, you looked over and the eyes were opened? <laughs> that is all. Oh yeah. man, that Burn is it. fucking nightmare yeah. fuel. You right don't there. keep it Nothing... like near your bed, do you? Like just What's watching that? you. You don't keep it like in your bed. No. Oh, okay. No, I keep it. The rocking chair is on my husband's side of the bed, so oh, it's constantly covered in a pile of his clothes. I don't oh. think that. I mean, when I had it when I was single, like when I lived on my own, mm-hmm. it was on a chair and yeah. Oh, I, I never thought anything of it. The, the doll has never done anything creepy except that its eyes seem to follow you. Um, but yeah, this is. I'm, I'm noping out of that one. <laughs> every time I show this doll to people, and I remember when I was 13 and I would show it to people, like, this is my mom's christening gown. And I thought it was so beautiful and amazing. And like, I came from an antique family. So I was yeah, like, it's also like 1892. This is amazing. And my <laughs> friends were like, no, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, no, like it is really cool. fucking it's like, cool. Why? It's just like creepy, you know what I mean? Like just the yeah. fact that the turn that has so many faces, you know. Yeah, it's, and, it's interesting. And then the first time that I saw that, like that, I noticed that the eyes seemed to track you. That was like, oh, oh, that's I get a... it now. I don't like this. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. That's a no, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> but that that's I have I have the trump card of creepy dolls. It's like my my mom has a thing with like with dolls and stuff like that, especially like the the peekaboo dolls or whatever the hell they were, the ones that you put up against like the walls and you see like the the backs of them. Oh yeah. My grandma used to have those all over the place, and and my mom would take them and throw them in the trash. I'm like, I don't blame you. So the ones that had no faces, yeah, the 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 nubs for hands. Yep. Oh no, I hated those things. Yeah. Yep. No, oh, my, my grandma used yeah. to have dolls like that all over the house. Yeah, man. mine did too. And now I'm just remembering know them and having flashbacks <laughs> and just being terrified of them. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, hell no. Nope. But anyway. <laughs> it's so funny how everybody can agree that dolls are like fucking just the most terrifying fucking thing ever. They Fuck really yeah. are. They, they are unneeded. Yeah, that's. that's oh, so the no, exorcist, am I right? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. No, it was great. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually gonna hand it off now that I'm freaked the fuck out um, <laughs> to whoever wants to pick up where uh we left off. Like yeah, but if you wanna <laughs> take a stab at it. It's not I can. Or Aaron, whoever wants you guys can uh, I don't even remember where we left off. Let's um, the Aaron flaming candle. Left. Yeah. Splinter was in the attic playing hockey and then like, she went off with the <laughs> candle came up. You wanna go, Aaron? Yeah. Okay. So We'll go to Aaron, then we'll go back to you, Gabby. He, like, goes up to the attic. She talks to her assistant and all that. Um, and there isn't really much more after that's when it cuts to the church, right? Uh, or there... Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. With the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this. So, meanwhile, we cut to a uh, nearby church where um, one of the fathers or priests, or I'm not sure, I'm not religious, so I'm not sure what, like, the titles are, but, um... They're all fathers. Yeah. Well, that's just, I think it's the religious person, I guess. Um, but he's going around, he's 
prettying up the place. He's got some fresh flowers. He's gonna put them by the Virgin Mary. You know, he puts one down, goes to put one across the other way, and realizes that the Virgin Mary has been defiled. Yeah. It's got, like, got spiked titties and, like, yeah. penises off of it. Just, like, clay stuck to the front of it. It's like, wh- what? Um, oh, that's hilarious looking, though. It yeah. really is. Um, so, anyways, yeah, so he receives this, and he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, okay, something's wrong here, obviously. Um, but... Um, and it's made with clay, which is kind of, um, funny because a lot of Reagan's, like, uh, you know, her crafts and stuff were made out of clay. Yeah. Um, oh. Yep. So, um, such as, like, small sculptures, shit yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like, the one that she was making in the basement before the Ouija board thing, that was also a clay thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, it's all, you know, or if it's, like, foreshadowing something, or, <laughs> but, meanwhile, um... Go back to Kara's mother, where she is sick, and she ends up uh, getting put in some like shitty old pe- old folks hospital, like not a place you want to be. The people are all like, they see the priest walking, they're like, "Help me, father! Help! Help! <laughs> yeah. Get me out of here!" Um, so they're pr- clearly not being treated well. Um, nobody wants that for their parents, but you know, he was in a desperate situation. There's nothing else he could do. They don't have the money for it, and. Yeah, and it's, uh, I think what uh, the brother was there too, who was also oh, yeah, was yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, I can't, cool, right? yeah, yeah. It was like I can't really do anything. It's like mm-hmm. this is where she needs to be and, and whatnot. Yep. Um. So, anyways, yeah, she's in like a ward with just all you know mentally. I don't want to say incompetent, but like mentally unstable people will say. Um, yeah, a bunch or, of you know, old people. folks. Um. But uh, he, so he he goes to visit her and. Uh, She's not happy with him because she's blaming it on him um, that she's stuck there, that she let him go there, and um, and then she ends up uh, passing away, which just makes him even more. I mean, who wouldn't be upset? Yeah, mother, and, and but... that really does suck too. I mean, you can kind of also probably tell maybe she has some sort of like um, mental disease going on too, maybe dementia oh, yeah. or something like that too, because she's very like displaced a lot. Yeah. So that's another thing. One thing that really pissed me off was um, the the uncle says to Karis, it's like, she'd be living in a mansion right now if you were, like, an actual psychiatrist. So it's like, no, go like, go fuck you, man. There's always that one fucking family member yeah, that's bullshit. just a complete asshole. Yeah. But, and it has to make Doesn't petty he little seem comments. Doesn't kind of like a sleeve bag, though, the uncle? Yeah. yeah he really, he really is. He seems really greasy and slimy, and I mm-hmm. can't. Something Almost like a loan shark type. Do. But yeah, yeah. But so she ends up passing away. He's upset. Um, but uh, <clears throat> then go to Chris's house. The big, the big party part that happens. Yes. Uh, um, but we got a lot of like you know like rich people and uh, <clears throat> there's a um one of her guests named uh Father Dyer. Yep. Um. Who uh, she asked him about uh, Karis, who she noticed kind of just appearing. And, um, Wherever she was filming, he was there. Yeah, but yeah. Like, he does mention though he's like a wicked movie buff though too, right? Um, uh, you know. He's like a normal guy. I think he's a Jesuit. I don't think that he's like full on. I think he's a Jesuit. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the movie buff. Oh, I'm thinking of the, the detective. detective. Yes, yeah, I'm detective. mixing up characters right now. <laughs> That's okay. There's um, quite a few characters for um, this movie, to be honest. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But lost my place again. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I know the the real big thing that happens this is like when the director and the butler start fighting. He keeps calling him a fucking <laughs> Nazi. Yeah, this fucking is... Nazi bastard. <laughs> He's this all drunk. He's so drunk. <laughs> Bert, but, I love Bert. <laughs> and, then, and then when they're escorting him out, and he's like, he knows what the fuck he's saying, but ain't nobody else understand what he's saying. Oh, and the butler's in the background, well. like, yeah, yeah. You, I hate you. Yeah. I wonder if he had a cab or if they were just like expecting him to drive home. Because well, you don't really they see do, what the fuck happened. They do mention somebody. It was being the out 70s. There. You never know. Yeah. But. Yeah, again, they could just walk. be throwing him out like, oh, good luck. Yeah, have fun, dude. You know where you're going, right? Wake up the next morning, he's laying on the doorstep still. All fucking <laughs> ah, sleep it off. His head's backwards. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, so everybody's partying, and, you know, uh, Reagan ends up going up to bed. Um, everybody, all the adults are having their adult time, their good time. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, she seems normal, and but after she comes back from bed, she comes downstairs in her nightgown, everything, and uh, <clears throat> she ends up uh, just standing in the middle of everybody and just pissing in the middle of the floor and the carpet, saying, if you go up there, you're gonna die. Yeah. This is when all the good quotes start happening, too, because this movie is filled oh, with sorry, really good quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of them written down just because it's. I mean, it's how so many good. times have you said to somebody, "You're gonna die up there"? A lot. I mean, yeah. It's while simultaneously pissing yourself. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! At least twice a week. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's an every Tuesday occurrence. Yeah. Um, this is literally when everything starts going south real fucking fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, this real is where it picks up. Yeah. Yep. I guess you could probably say this movie's kind of a slow burn. It's it ways. It's, it's but it keeps good. you it keeps you intrigued throughout the whole thing though. It's good because the characters are really good. Yeah. No. See, I think that horror gamer is going to disagree with me because he hates this movie. But I I, I think that <laughs> Hereditary takes a little bit from this movie in that at first it's a slow burn, but it's also a drama. So mm-hmm. it keeps you it keeps you engaged because there's a lot of dramatic shit going on, and there's yep. the family dynamic that you're learning about, and there's the mom's life that you're learning about, yeah. and there's all of these things, there's this whole plot that's going on until what the movie is about happens. And then yeah. it's all about that. And then it's just fuck you yeah. and everybody else. Like, that's just, yeah. yeah. So, Hereditary's starting to grow on me. What? No, I'm gonna don't say... Worry about right now, though. This is The Exorcist. We'll talk <laughs> about that later. I'm, I'm gonna say one thing. Next it... week on Horror Haven LLC. Oh my <laughs> god. So... <laughs> It takes a lot to scare me, especially now with how many movies I've seen. Hereditary, that movie shook me. I don't think I have. Honestly, you have. I've been telling you to watch it. Here's the thing about Hereditary for me, and I'm just going to be brutally honest. I don't think so, honestly. No. Okay. It it grew on me, but we'll talk about that later. All I'm saying is when you, for me, when you advertise yourself to be the scariest movie, says The Exorcist, and you don't deliver that, 
Because in my opinion, it didn't it deliver a big that. Queen. To you? For me. That scared the shit out of me, man. Yeah. <laughs> it did deliver for me. Dustin. High fives all around. Yeah. Now, I will say, though, like I said, I will say it has grown on me because I watched it again recently. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not being fair to this movie in the fact that it's a good it's a good movie. Yeah. It's just, for me, it's not scary. Mm-hmm. When and, you start your horror movie viewing age at five watching The Exorcist, there's really not much yeah. that you can watch. That's, that's, what <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, not that many things have scared me that much, but something yeah. in that movie just like, it shook me and I felt scared the, i couldn't go to sleep that night i'm gonna have to go watch the it part later that, okay <laughs> don't the no, part that got me. don't watch it at night boy before you go to bed trust yeah, me don't watch it at night <laughs> okay if, if, especially if no. you get easily okay. shook don't watch it at night because there is a scene with wall crawling and stuff that oh, i don't know okay, yeah. i'll watch it tomorrow during the day yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's the scene that's playing through my head right now <laughs> yeah that's that's the scene right there that it gets you but like the build-up to that it's super slow mm-hmm. i mean there is a scene with a uh with a um a telephone pole. No, 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 don't. Yeah, don't, don't. Give don't. Anything. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil I'm not me. giving anything away. No, he's I'm not. just saying. He's just saying <laughs> the scenes, but certain yeah. things. There's a it. scene that involves a telephone pole. Oh, That's man. pretty, I think. can only imagine. All I'm going to say is. Aaron. It, as it, soon it as we're done, let's. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's wrap it up. I'm kidding. But yeah, Aaron, you have to watch it as soon as humanly possible. It is. It is. I think it's, it's built like The Exorcist that it I starts agree. out as this is a this is a case study in family drama and dynamic, mm-hmm. and then it's like okay, well here's evil and here's what happens to the family. So not only are you freaked out about the evil, but you're freaked out for this family, this poor mm-hmm. innocent family. They love each other, and they and they just they love each other so much that all they want is for everybody to be okay. Yep. And every single person is willing to sacrifice their okay. For everybody else is okay oh, and man. that to me is like it's the things that they have to go through to get to the okay are terrifying but just the fact that you're willing to do that and dustin i think that you can agree with me i have a four-year-old too so as a parent yeah you'll do whatever it, it takes and it's fucking scary but i would i would walk i would walk into hell with a miss america wave for my yeah. child you know what i mean you just do it, but it's scary to think about that. But you would still do it. Yeah, that's the one thing that, like, being a parent, like ever since being a parent, things have been a lot harder to watch when kids are involved. Fucking I feel right. like when when you're not a parent, it's like, yes, it's a kid. But as soon as you you have something that you know you created, essentially, you know, in the room with you or anywhere, and just knowing that, but you're watching a movie. Where in some movie, a kid's getting like brutalized or getting like freaking eaten alive by the blob or some shit like that. <laughs> it hits hard, man. It's... It hurts your heart. And I think that's another reason why the movie fucking scared me so much, to be honest. It, it, well, so many layers. Yeah. 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 But The Exorcist, I think, is the same way that even, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, when I was 12, I didn't have any children, but, um, watching it thinking that like your child your parent i mean i i could see it from the perspective of a child and their parent that if my mom walked into the room and pissed herself and said something creepy of course i would give her a bath yeah yeah and if her bed started shaking of course i would jump in the bed with her yeah you know 
this movie taps into so many emotions for anybody who yeah. has a mother, who has a father, who has a sister, a brother, a child, whatever. It just, it hits you exactly where it's supposed to. It, it just taps every single nerve that the scene where I think I'm jumping ahead a little bit where they're doing the testing on Reagan in the hospital and they've got that thing in her collarbone oh, and, it's that's spinning around, and it's like, I don't care who that is. You feel that pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't watch that. The, the scene was hard to watch. Had to turn away. Yeah. You know, the guy that was in that scene, uh, he was a serial killer what? in real life. Really? Yeah. Wow. Real life, yeah. The nurse. The nurse yep, that the was in nurse. that I'm trying to think if I actually knew that. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you learn so many weird facts about well, Imagine how, like, um, the girl's uh, parents must have felt knowing, like, oh, she was just filmed a movie with a fucking serial killer. <laughs> yeah. after, like... It's a cursed film, man. Yeah. It really is. Um, God did not want this movie to be made. But anyway, anyway, I I, uh -oh. I, I digress. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I love I love this going off the beaten path like this. That's what I was saying earlier. That's why I love about having guests is the, all the stories, the conversations you have, you know. It's great. Um, but uh, Aaron, do you want to continue or want to pass oh. it off? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, so after that whole ordeal, pissing on the floor, um, everybody leaves. Um, she starts giving Reagan a bath. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> puts her back to bed, and then suddenly she hears, like, a loud noise from her daughter's bedroom, rushes back, um, back down the hall, and finds her daughter just screaming, like, Bloody Mary, just fucking with her bed, just bouncing up and down. She's like, stop, mom, make it stop, make it stop, mama. And they're all, like, trying to jump on it, yeah. to, like, stop it. Like, it's like, fuck, man. Imagine just walking into that it's shit, the, like... Listen, the fact, but, yeah. I would burn that house to the ground and piss on the ashes. Mm -hmm. For real. Oh, after oh, that. When it stops and, Ten her, times. <laughs> and her fucking throat bulges and she makes the sound for the first time, the growl, the first time. <sighs> that is the reason off. that I have never once, morning, afternoon, or night, I have never watched that movie alone. Ever. <laughs> Ever. That sound, that growl. Yeah. Done. Mm -mm. Sticks with you. <laughs> it does, yeah. It does. That, yeah. So hard. I remember, no, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna tell you that story. <laughs> I have, dude, I have a whole bunch. You don't understand. Like, you guys, you all of it's a, true. You need Every to do story. a mini series on the podcast if you are so just horror gamer telling his stories <laughs> and trying to freak story out. Time you know, like, that, could be like a four, that could be a four hour podcast because I literally have like hundreds hundreds uh, of stories to that tell. That sounds like an easy few weeks for me. I say we set that up. <laughs> Do it right now. And listen, and every one of these stories that I tell you is 100% true. I don't oh, make I up anything. You. I don't make up anything. I always, I always tell a story that uh, experience that happens to me. I had an experience with the bed shaking one time. Oh no! Not as, not as violently as that, but I did have an experience when I was younger with my bed shaking. Yeah. Uh huh. Damn. Yep. So, but I won't, I won't, I'm not going to get into that. I'll <laughs> well, just I'll have to, like, do a whole episode on like story, paranormal stories and shit like yeah. that. That would be, be great. So, 
Well, but that bed scene shaking part, like I said, that shit hits close to home because I know how they felt because I felt just as vulnerable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's know? nothing you can do in that situation. Not, not really. No, absolutely no. not. All I did when my bed was shaking, I cried. And it was it was one of the most terrifying things that ever happened. One of them. I've had a lot. I'd be under the blanket in the fetal position, just wait uh, for it to stop. <laughs> no, no, it was it was bad. It was. And so I know what they went through with that. No, that I'm, sounds fucking awful. My mom came in and ripped me off the bed. Damn. Did no. your mom like see it shaking? Or yeah, she saw it shaking. That's why she pulled me off the bed. Okay. And we oh yeah, pissed. obviously. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Wow. That bed started shaking. She come in and asked me what I was doing because she said it sounded like I was jumping on it. <laughs> and she come in to see what I was doing and the fucking bed's going like this. Jesus. And I'm sitting there crying. She grabs me off the fucking bed and we run down the steps. Wow. No. I know what those girls are going through. That's quite the see, life, my man. mom wasn't <laughs> dumb enough to jump on the bed. Like, what the fuck were you doing jumping on the bed? I mean, no sense. What, were you going to stop the bed for yeah, shaking? Ellen yeah, exactly. Um... Like, why Did anybody you read the, the novel? Uh, no, no, I, I haven't. It's definitely something I do want to read at some point, though, when I have time to read. Uh, besides loving the movie, everybody should read it. It's one of the best books I've ever read. It is a really it. good book. Is it a little get back boy into reading? In book? That's a hard time focusing on it. <laughs> I got to read the book. We got to get the play to come back. Yes. And we got to have a our gamer story session for yeah. five hours. No, <laughs> <laughs> but uh sorry I didn't mean to I didn't mean to cut you off there. Dude, you are perfectly <laughs> fine. Whenever you guys have anything to chime in, just go, go right ahead. I, I don't I don't want anything to be cut off if you guys have something to say. No holding <laughs> but, excuse me. So anyway she jumps on the bed, you know, she's trying to weigh it down, get it to stop, but the shit's still floating. So, yeah. excuse me, uh, but Annette, it's still floating. Nothing. She didn't do anything. But then, um, she and she, she decides to give in. She's like, I'm gonna, you know, I, I gotta take her to a doctor. Um, I gotta get some something done. Um, and so she takes her, puts her through all these grueling medical tests, like we're talking about. Um, the serial killer. Yeah. Getting stabbed in the throat with a needle by a serial killer. Oh, um, that looks so well, hard. And it squirts. It like oh, squirts out. Yeah. Ew. Ew. And the doctor was so casual. He was just so casual about it. Okay, we're gonna do this and do that. Oh, here's a two. Okay. But don't forget about the very first flash of Pazuzu happens too before all this happens with the with the dreaming and shit. Oh yeah. With um, that's yeah. still stuck in my head. It happens twice in this film when, when we get the the face the face flash. But the, that's like the first time it's like when the bed's like shaking and mm-hmm. when um she sees the suit. Yeah I think it's it I think it's when she's dreaming is when she sees No it, it cuts from the bed to Karis dreaming and he sees his mother coming up out of the subway and that's Yeah that's right. Happens. So That's right. Turning back around to walk down. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Damien, come over. Damien. Like, no. I'm not fucking going. And what's scary, oh. too, is like demons are supposed to, like, you know, like from the set, like, wait, I think you read and stuff, they're supposed to be like master manipulators, and like, which is mm-hmm. the scary part because they'll say whatever it takes to fucking to get this little girl. Like, yeah. To... The, the truth is in their lies, as they say yeah. later. Yeah. 
And the crazy part about that scene with Terrace and his dream, what made it scary was there was no sound. All nope. the sound no. was was him breathing as he was sleeping. Oh yeah. And the very like very him low kind of like faint snoring. Of, of her saying yeah. it. And the mom like reaching out to him. She yeah. was like she was like reaching for him. Yeah. But other than that, like there was a whole world going on around them, and there was mm-hmm. no sound coming out of that world. That. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's Anytime there's no that's... sound, it increases the scary by like at least like yeah. 40%. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's because you're expecting you something to come up. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. expecting something to go. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's just, it, it plays with your head. Yeah. It does. Yeah, but that first <laughs> image of Zuzu, me. I think, is tattooed on my brain for the rest of my life. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Every time I think of it, I'm just a wither. <laughs> one of the most terrifying images I think in film history. I think I, I I don't think that can be debated. I think that's just a fact. It's that flash and it's yeah. so quick. Yeah. And I think that was one of the first times that they ever did something that it was so quick that mm-hmm. you didn't realize that you were seeing it, but you knew you just saw something that was fucked up. Yeah, it just sticks in your and head. Then and then it just kind of replayed over and over and over in your head. And you're going like, through my head right now. I'll tell you, you that much. Thinking about it throughout the movie, like shit. So that's what, that's who's behind all this. Yep. That's yeah. the motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, um, anyways, uh, <clears throat> Um, yeah, she goes all through all these medical tests and needles in her throat, all that. Um, but and they they come up clean. The best that they can come up with is a guess that she might have like a lesion on her brain. It's They're like, oh, we just got to take the scar out, and uh, she'll be okay. Um, but they scan her brain, and can we talk about how terrifying the fucking uh, um, MR, whatever the scanning, the loud noise it makes? Oh, yeah. That that startles you too because it's very it's fairly quiet up until that. I mean the yeah. whole like, procedure of her being like a little girl experiencing all this, just like awake too. By yeah. the way, she's awake. Yeah. I don't even think they maybe they no they did they gave they her, gave her an anesthetic I yeah. think or whatever. But she's like wide awake cool. and her mom's watching us. I couldn't. I would have to leave the room. Like how can you stand there and watch that happen? I'd probably bust into that room and be like, hey, stop. (laughs) Done. Well, they show Chris turning away from the observation window and her fists Mm. are clenched and she's looking up to the sky. She doesn't want to do this, but she's like accepted the fact that like there's nothing else she can do. She's like, I have to. Whatever I have to do for my child, but damn it. It sucks. Very powerful. Very powerful. So, um... Yeah, she's watching all that happen. Um, but yeah, the doctors again frustrated. They don't know. They don't see anything on the scan. Um, and we cut back to Chris's house where Ha-ha, yeah. uh, Reagan mm. suffers from appears to be a seizure. That's what. Ooh, and what? Fuck fucking me. seizure! Fuck me! Fuck me with the uh, fucking cross. Uh, let yeah. Jesus fuck you. Get the fuck out of here, Reagan. She like slaps Chris. Oh no, no. She like grabs him by the balls or some shit. Hits him right. And yeah, she does that big twist, oh, yeah. you're talking about when she's in the chair. Oh, when yeah, she first, yeah. This is when she first, when they actually depict her actually do the hypnotism. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Because they walk in on her, and that's, and that's where she's being thrown around. Mm-hmm. Like she's laying on the bed, and it's knocking her back and yeah. forth. Oh, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, is, yeah. Yeah, this is what, this is what caused um, Linda, Blair, Linda Blair's injury to break her back. Yeah, oh. yeah. And they had to bring oh. in the. Um, her double to pretty much to yep. 
a bit more. And then that filming. was the scene where the, the lump in her throat happened, her eyes roll in the back of her head, and she's like, Aah. yeah. She's just like, no, I'm good with that. Oh. Yeah, there's um, some hard to watch scenes of this. <laughs> there really is, and, and then, but so right as a there, female, like, I think the hardest to watch scene was the crucifix scene for oh, me. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Yeah, but um, I'm talking to three men here, so I have to know what was your initial and subsequent reaction to every follow up view of when the therapist is in there and he's trying to hypnotize her and she puts her hand out and twists. The dick twist? She doesn't I, just I grab it. it. She yep. twists it. Do you feel she, that she when she falls that, to the man. floor? Yeah, well, when she has, like, supernatural strength to, like, just makes you, like, just yeah, think how... Yeah, I think one of them definitely popped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She, when she turned and twist, I said, oh, <laughs> It's always went up a few octaves. <laughs> Oh like, yeah, for he, sure. He, sounded like a man. he came out sounding like Michael Jackson. Well, you know, we and that's how Michael there. Jackson was born. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. we went in there to talk to the demon. He, all took, place in, he took part in an exorcism, and damn. Then we end up uh, with a pasta. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would they even try to like, you know, we're talking to whoever's inside Reagan, and right yeah, there when she's going. Listen, when she's going, dude, I, my my big ass when she's doing that would be inching towards the door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're gonna see some dude after she does the dick twist. You're just gonna see this big dude run out the fucking house, yeah. knocking Very everything low. over as I'm going out. <laughs> you ever you know? see the fucking video of the guy at the UFC fight? He's like, give me your dick twist. Yeah, give me your dick twist. Like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> man, it's a UFC fight, man. Come on, <laughs> dude. But uh, just the noises she was making before, because right there was when they portrayed her as being possessed. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's what she you can start to see it too in the makeup. It just like yeah. she's all cut up from you know like, yeah. being through everything she's just, doing. She's just sitting there, and you can see the look of just in her eyes. Just she's gone. Yeah. It's, it's not Reagan right now. It's not Reagan. It's a little bit, but it's more Pazuzu. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. then that's when all the hell breaks loose. Yeah. That's when the roller coaster ride really begins. Literal hell comes yeah, literal hell. down in Georgetown. Uh huh. I made yeah, a rhyme. Really. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Let me get introduced see. to the lieutenant, I think, at this point, too. Um. Yeah, so. Under, yeah, so they <clears throat> tell Chris to uh, start looking for a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. and um, uh, then they end up uh, kind of reluctantly talking about what another option might be, and they talk, bring up possession. Yeah, she gets it spikes her interest immediately. She's like. Wait, what? What? What's that? What's a? What's an exorcism? What's an exorcism? Can you do that? You can do it yourself, right? Yeah. Or is that later? Oh, no, that's I'm... a little bit later okay, on. Yeah, I'm mixing up scenes again. It's okay. That, like I said, there's a lot of stuff that happens in this film. There's a lot of yeah. people in, in this a lot film. of like similar like context. I feel yeah. like between the same characters, it seems. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, you want to throw it to Gabby? Yeah, as I say, sure. Uh, you we want to take over, Gabby. Gabby? So yeah, we're at the part where um, Father Karras is being interviewed by um, Lute. Lieutenant William, and um, we get the whole Burke thing that happened. Oh, yeah, that's 
Okay, I am the worst for you guys to have me take over. I'm a bouncer, so it's okay. I'm I gonna can go. Back. I can okay. go if you want. So, uh, yeah. No, 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 I can go. I sure? just won't go in order. That's <laughs> hey, that is completely fine. We're we're already jumping all over the place anyway. Yeah, so. I bounce around. I'm not worried about <laughs> it. Let's do it. I'm not worried about it. Okay, so Karis is being interviewed about Burke because mm-hmm. Karis was actually at the party, and everything happened, and then going on um so there's a night that chris isn't home and she asks burke to babysit (laughs) but sharon is supposed to be there sharon so it's supposed to be sharon and burke sharon is supposed to be the one watching and burke shows up at the house and sharon's like hey while you're here you know reagan's been super sick and i have to go get her prescription can you hang out and burke's like yeah whatever i'm a drunk who cares and it's the 70s, so Sharon's like, yeah, just be drunk and take care of a child. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so Sharon leaves, and Chris gets home in the meantime, and Chris comes home, and the window is open. Reagan has no blankets on, and she's sleeping, and her breath is showing because it's so cold in there. And she comes back, and she's like, wait, what the fu- Where the fuck is Sharon? And then Sharon walks in with her fabulous bun and she's like hey what's going on where's burke and chris is like what do you mean where's burke where were you and she was like well burke stopped by so i just said i'm gonna go get reagan's prescription and i'll be right back chris is like oh this is crazy i have no idea she closes the window she covers reagan up and she's like whatever and then the next thing we know there's a knock on the door and there's a detective and he's like hey by the way your friend slash maybe lover was it ever explained were they a couple or not i know um reagan was kind of sure. saying it earlier yeah. like way way earlier. Like, him, hey, to the, him to the party you can you can invite burke to the party um do you love him like you love daddy and she's and chris is like no i, I love your father like okay. there's definitely some sort of like romantic there's like a, there. from a daughter there between them like, yeah, so... what, pharmacy, what pharmacy is open at that time of night yeah right mm. <laughs> i mean seriously is that like a yeah? Is that like a city thing? I don't know. I mean, we live in small towns, so I don't. Yeah. But um, yeah, so um, the detective knocks on the door and he's like, "Hey, what do you know about this guy laying at the bottom of the stairs?" And they're like, "What guy?" And he's like, "Burke." Yeah. <laughs> and Chris yeah. is like, "Oh, I'm sorry. What? My best friend slash maybe lover is." Yeah, and they're and the detective's like, "Yeah, he probably fell out of your daughter's bedroom window." Like he's like, "Hey, there's a window up there." He probably fell out of that and rolled so, down this yeah. entire flight of cement stairs that's like two stories long. Oh, yeah. And his head was completely turned around. Sleep well. <laughs> yep. And yeah, then, and she's like, wait, what the fuck? And then Reagan starts flipping out again. This is yeah. where this scene right here when she says Berg's dead, if we're talking about the, the version you've never seen, as the most iconic, one of the scariest parts ever. Yep. And this is where the spider walk comes into play. Oh, the oh, guy oh. goes, Burke dead. And all of a sudden you hear the music go, Meow, because you see her look over to the steps, and all of a sudden you hear, dum, 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 and then yep. they look over to the steps, and she's coming down the step where, steps backwards like a fucking spider, and it gets to the bottom of the steps, and blood coming out of her mouth going, eh. I would have threw a Jeez. lamp at that bitch and left. Oh, yeah. Listen, I I am a mother. I love my child, and my entire existence is to protect my child. 
if my motherfucking child, and I'm talking to you in the future child, <laughs> down the stairs, fucking like a spider, blood coming out of your mouth, growling like that. You're, look, listen, that's feeding you with something. That's, <laughs> listen, that's no longer my kid. I'm out and I'm done. Well, yeah, that's at that no point, it's either you child. or them, because they will kill yeah. you. If they can do yeah. that, you're dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. And fuck off. I have shit to do. You can't I'll, tell me. I'm throwing a kitchen chair at the motherfucker, and I'm screaming at a very high pitch straight. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be screaming like, like I got the dick twist because I'm going to be screaming that loud and that high pitch. And I'm going to be running for the fucking door. You're done. I, I raised you. you you're you 12. You learned what you were going to learn from me. I'm gone. Yeah. Done. If That's I'm a famous actress and I have money, I'll give you a monthly stipend, but I never want to see you I ain't you giving again. you a monthly shit. You ain't ever seeing my ass again. I'll pay your rent. Nope. I'll pay your crucifixion. You're good, but bye, bitch. Done. Yeah. I'm throwing a I chair in no Pazuzu. No, fuck yeah. that. And did you guys notice in that scene, though, right before they open the door to, to find out Burke's dead, the light's flickering? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, the phone's like going up, the fucking shit. thing. There's yeah. like a little glimpse so of the subtle, but so effective. And she doesn't even really question it that much. She just kind of looks at it real quick and was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she answers the phone and she's like, oh, no, okay. And then the lights go up and then they go off all the way. And she's like, oh, this is kind of normal. All right. Maybe it's, maybe it's, it's so easy to forget, though, that, like, I mean, when when we were all growing up, that we had the wall phones, you know? Yeah. And sometimes the phone rang and nobody was there and you yeah. just yep. hung it back up and you went about your business. It's not like now that it comes up potential spam or, yeah. you know, whatever, that sometimes you picked up and nobody was there and you were like, oh, whatever. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it is what it is. flickered and you were like, is there a bulb out? No. Okay. And then you just kept going with your life. Like, I mean, it was, it, it, that's another thing that's so jarring about this movie is that it reminds you of such an innocent time. Yeah, that is very true. Because once the 80s hit, I mean, even just the 80s started to really erode at our innocence and our oh. mm-hmm. yeah. sense of security and everything. And, and by now, I mean, we have no sense of security. But, nope. I mean, <laughs> nope. growing up in the 80s, it was... You know, I I remember my mom saying when I was like six in the mid 80s, I remember when I was a kid that I could leave my house in the morning and come back at dusk and my mom never was worried about me and didn't care and whatever. I grew up in the milk carton kid era. Oh, boy. Already when I was five, four, five, six, seven. I mean, we were already everybody was already scared. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you when you can see it from that side that like everything was just so innocent so like yeah you hear rats those are obviously not rats no <laughs> we know that she doesn't know that because it's nineteen seventy what I mean and then your your fucking child is it's why to walk down the stairs after the lights blink and the phones are going off the hook and you're just like oh, the phones are weird what's my kid doing night yeah yeah right. You know, like it. I'll nah, deal with that tomorrow. So <laughs> it's been yeah. a long day. <laughs> and then to nope. think, like, and to put yourself in her shoes, like, what is your level of denial? Too. Yeah. That like there is obviously some crazy shit going on with your kid. But I no 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 my kid's perfect my kid's fine. 
She's these an angel. Like, <laughs> off the hooks and these fucking spider walks down the stairs. No, she just needs Getting the med. Blood and yeah. killing people. Yeah, she just needs the medication. It's fine. We're fine. I mean, she got a little anxiety. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. We'll give her a pill. Give her yeah. a little pill. She'll be all right. Yeah, it's I mean, that, this every single thing about this movie, every single line, every single gesture, every single set piece, costume, everything in this movie is so effective. Mm-hmm. everything everything that they do everything that they say every way that they stand every tone that they use is so masterful yep especially in- the shit you don't notice like the first time you watch it too yeah there's a lot of stuff that you, you won't notice like you won't notice the flashes until like someone tells you about it like the faces <clears throat> first time viewing it with me i mean obviously i was young i didn't notice those face flashes until like i got a little bit older and i heard people talking about hey did you know if you pause the movie at this certain time there's a face there and you're like what what the fuck are you talking about so you go and, and you watch it, it and you're just like uh okay <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah i mean this this movie is just it's perfect it really absolutely. is absolutely a horror gamer i it, it's exactly what you said it's perfect this movie is Perfect. This is the perfect horror movie. Okay. Yep. Yep. And it's yeah. also the perfect one for you to watch your first time. Horror yeah. gamer. At, at five years old with your dad. <laughs> who like to fuck with you when you watched it. Yeah. <laughs> kids, any kids out there listening, start off with The Exorcist. Doesn't matter. Just start. <laughs> I actually think when um, Logan, my son, when he was like really young before he could like, remember anything, I was watching The Exorcist while holding him. And he was like right. one or two, so I guess he kind of beat you there, horror gamer. <laughs> hey, now he won't be afraid of anything else. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But now, like I said, like yeah. But that scene where she spider walks, legendary, legendary. Did he have a? I mean, I would, I would challenge somebody to show me something more terrifying. Honestly, the history of horror. Well, that's the kind of that's like the you know the catch though with horror, isn't it? Is like you watch these movies and they scare you, and you watch a movie like this that has like something really shocking in it, and you you're constantly watching other movies, reading things, looking at things to kind of get what you're feeling when you're watching that. That's that's like what I am. I'm always chasing for looking for more. Yeah, it's really weird for someone to be like, I'm looking for fear. It's really weird to admit that and say it, but uh, all of us who love horror, we, we understand. But for someone from the outside, it's like, what do you mean you're you're looking to be scared? Like, don't you hate yeah. that feeling? No, I fucking love it. The adrenaline yeah, that you get from thrill. from being scared and then, like, your mind racing and thinking about all these other things that continues to scare you is amazing. But it's yeah. also horrifying. And it just leaves you even more. <laughs> you know? So that's why yeah. I love the genre. There's no other genre out there that does that to your mind. You know? oh. Comedy is like, yeah, they make you laugh and shit. Dramas, yeah, they make you cry. But once it's over, it's over. But these yeah. things, they stick with you. And you, you can know? find it with any other genre, too. Like, yeah. you got horror comedies. You, know, you yeah. got horror dramas. You got fucking horror, every, horror Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, like, my stepfather always said it best. Because we used to watch a lot of Stephen King's movies. And a lot of them weren't really scary with watching it, but he's like, just wait until the movie's over. You're going to be thinking about that a lot. And you oh, do, yeah. and you're like, fuck, I'm scared. Yeah. That's the mark of a truly scary movie. Truly scary movie is 
how long after this is over am I still going to be freaked out? Yeah. And it usually lasts a while. When I was younger, of course, it would last a week, two weeks. I would dream yeah. about it. I remember the first time watching. This is really weird. This is like we were so off topic, but it's fine. Edward Scissorhands used to be really scary to me. And yeah, I can see that. The one scene that scares the fuck out of me, <laughs> even till to the, this day, is when she walks up to the, the mansion the first time and he comes out from the shadows and he's just walking there with his hands down. Done. Done. I had yeah. nightmares about that for two weeks straight. And my mom, like, she would have to watch, if she wanted to watch the movie, she had to go down in the basement. But what, what would I do? I would be on the stairs watching the movie without her realizing me there. And I'd be like, I'm scaring myself, but I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, I love that shit, man. And this, yeah. this film does that. It really does. For sure. Yeah. So what, I, don't, what, I don't remember where we are in the recap. Okay. I can it's, I can take it from here unless uh, you guys have any other things you want to uh, yeah. say before we move on. Go ahead, buddy. That's all you, man. All right. So um, this is when we get to the point where Reagan is now really not Reagan, and she's in her room. Um, her room is super fucked. Everything, and you just hear her saying, "Let Jesus fuck you, like me." Yeah. And she's like grabbing her mom. And, and and whatnot, and then um, uh, one of the really good lines I like right here is um, like when her um, head turns, and Ooh. then she says, um, yeah. "I forget who the hell she says this to, but I have the quote Mom. here. It's um, you know, n- you know now what she did, your cunting daughter." And this yes. is like, "What the yeah. fuck?" And then her mom, I think, slap. I think she's saying it to her mom because I remember her slapping her, and she has like the big red hand oh, mark yeah. on her. And you're like, yep. and, and then she's like breaking down, and that's and, and where shit. that's the scene that I think Ellen Burstyn hurt herself. I think was yeah. When, yeah. when she was pulled back, and yeah. the wardrobe was coming toward her. Yeah, that was when she hurt her back. Was when she fell back against that mm-hmm. that whatever it was a table or a nightstand or whatever. Yeah. Just go make yeah. sure you watch that series, Cursed Films, on Shutter. If you don't have Shutter. I don't know what you're doing with your life. Go get it. Um, but then we finally get Karis and Chris. They finally meet. And she's talking to Karis. And it's like talking to her casually. And like, yeah, well, your friend, um, Father Dyer, um, referred me to you because we're looking um, for a psychiatrist and whatnot. She's like, you're kind of like my last hope here. And she's like, did he tell you anything that's going on? I was like, no, not really. And then she's like, well, my daughter is really sick right now. And he's like, I didn't even know you had a daughter. <clears throat> and like, what do you mean? Like, all this stuff is going on. Then she's like, I need you to go and visit her because I think she's possessed. And he's like, well, they don't really do exorcisms anymore. Those have been kind of, oh, yeah, outdated and like behind closed doors for like centuries. And she's like, "Well, I need you to do this. You're my last hope." All the doctors didn't do shit. Every time they did something, it was wrong. I had like 83 doctors. They all didn't know shit. They just said that you might need to get an exorcism. And she's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" So <clears throat> Father Karras, um goes and visits Reagan, and um, um. 
So he goes and kind of talks to her. And then we get the other famous line. Um, actually, no, that's a little bit long. That's a little bit. Hold on, I'm so confused right now. Um, because there's so many things that happen right here. Um, she she says to him, "How would you go about getting an exorcism?" And that's when all the shit starts going on. And then Karis finally goes to visit her, and he like throws up on him. <laughs> I love yeah. that. <clears throat> and uh, right in his fucking mouth. Yeah, I know. Mm. Ew, it's green and shit. Too. Yeah, it's so slimy. I love the way the vomit looks in this movie. It's great. Uh, so Karis goes to tell Chris that he needs to gather more evidence, and she's like, "Well, what do you mean?" Like. Or like talking in a language or saying things she's never known before or anything that's like out of the ordinary that she would not have any knowledge of. Um and I think one of the things that happens to that really sets them onto the path of doing this is that she Reagan, or right now Pazuzu, is talking about his mother. Yeah. And says that, that she died, and then she, then he goes to ask Chris, is like, did Reagan know about my mother and passing? She's like, no. And she's like, did you? Like, yeah, but Reagan didn't know anything. He's like, oh, okay. She's like, well, is there anything wrong? He's like, no. So right, right then and there, he's like, okay, I need to go and gather the evidence and get this started. So that's what he goes to do. He sets up like this little <laughs> machine and starts to record, and then we get the what an excellent day for an exorcism. And I yeah. love that line so much, <clears throat> and just the voice that that was used and everything. I don't know who did the voice for um possessed Reagan. Do we have that in IMDb? It, it actually it was actually a, some woman who her voice was real deep because she smoked cigarettes. They said that I remember sense. they said she, she smoked like they said that she smoked like three or four packs a day. Holy so fuck. They basically, yeah, so they basically put her Yeah. Yeah, so they put her in this a studio and just had her read the lines. Damn. And even the scene where he threw the holy water, we're at that scene that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, now. the fake he holy water. The water, water. Yeah, the fake holy water. And the, the, the dual voices that were coming out of her mouth, that woman was actually making those voices herself. Holy shit. She was able to get two different up? tones. Yeah. They were saying she was <laughs> yeah, able man. to get two different tones out of her throat. And that's why it sounded so scary. Crazy. Well, that's, that's great for you resources that they had and yeah, right. found that lady otherwise i don't think they're going to be as scary and that's i guess that's the reason why this is the greatest movie ever they didn't have special effects special effects weren't thought of everything that you see in this movie was done practically yep. from the breath in a room with six air conditioners it was it was fucking cold you yeah. know what i'm saying it was cold yeah, the whole ending everything so everything flying around the room Yep. You had people off camera throwing shit around the room. You know, yep. it, that's why they broke so a twelve-year-old's back for this. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Everything was practical. That's what's so great about it. And even finding that lady, you know, that's that's a practical effect. That wasn't done with, you know, computers or anything. Yeah. Working with what you got. Exactly. exactly. I wish we kind of that's went back to that. Like working with everything instead of just doing everything CGI. I mean, some CGI is good, but we need with practical, you know. Yeah. But um, I digress. You get a, uh, another kind of interesting scene is when we see Reagan's stomach, too. That's written in, like, a yeah. different language. But then, like, uh, I think you cut back, and then you look at it again, and it just says, help me. Yeah. And you're like, fuck. Okay, so Reagan's in there. She's... How sad is that? Like, she's trying to get help. 
And the only way she can do that is by writing on herself somehow in the other world or inside her body. It's like that scene gets to me a lot. It's it's really sad. It kind of gets you thinking, like, what's it like? Uh, like, how, what's going on in the underworld where she is right now? Like, you know, is she carving into a wall that's actually her stomach in the real world? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, what I mean, gets you thinking. if I had to guess, she's probably held up wherever the fuck Pazuzu was and just took that place. Yeah. So a tomb or some sort of chamber or wherever yeah. it was, depending on, like, how high level this demon is. I mean, yeah. you can kind of tell that he's... No, he's no, he's no pushover. He's gonna fucking do what he does, and he yeah, walk like a spider, snap people's necks, turn a head all the way around. Like I don't know how the fuck she survived that. Um, that's the whoa. It's like that's like probably the most famous scene out of the whole oh, thing yeah. is the head turn. <clears throat> and then um, With finally, smile on her face. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So now we are reaching towards kind of the end of the film. There's so much shit that happens in this film. We could continue talking about all of it all day. But Karis finally gets the permission from the church. And they're like, well, we don't really know anybody who does exorcisms anymore. Um, but there is this one guy. We don't know how good his health is. I know he's like overseas. He's like looking for artifacts and shit. But Father Marin, we can go get him. Let me cut to wherever the fuck this guy is, and there's like another dude running up to him. He's like, Father Marin, here's a note for you. They want you. He's like, Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. And then just magically, the next it's like the next day is what it feels like. He's there, and then we get the the famous Infinite. shot. This note is probably the most iconic because it's on all the posters. Oh. It's him out of the car with a suitcase oh, and the yeah. light. Yep. I love light that shot. So oh. beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think um, I think I'm thinking the right movie, but you've guys seen Malignant, right? So I think no. there's a shot in it that's a copy of that. I think at one yeah. point of the film, it's great. And then we hear upstairs with Reagan or Pazuzu, whatever you want to say, and all you hear is them say Marin. And throughout the whole movie too, it's like um, when he was listening to everything, it's like fear Marin. We don't want this guy. This guy we don't want. If Marin comes, we're done. So the Pazuzu knows who he is because they looked at each other when they were over there and somehow Reagan was happened to um, Pazuzu and obviously he'd be possessed. Um, and then Marin kind of goes over all the rules with Karis because he wants to be in there. Um, yeah. wanna, you know, kind of you know, found this, but not really. He was just kind of brought upon it. So he's like, if you need to be in here, don't talk to it. Whatever you do, do not talk to demon it's just going to tell you lies but within the lies is going to be truth so don't say anything just focus on what we need to do it's going to take a long time even like i think um, one of the priests was saying before that the last exorcism that he did like took months and he almost died yeah. so um that's crazy thinking that that much dedication to get whatever the fuck was happening with that person <laughs> like gone yeah. he almost died doing it and um, I can, you can kind of see why, because the rooms are so cold, because demons, you know, get a certain temperature for them to thrive, which you're seeing, like, all movies now. It's like, if there's cold air, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. 
Uh, so they start to go in there, and they're kind of doing the things. And Pazuzu's just, like, saying, like, you know, stupid shit. It's like, take a cock up her ass and, like, all that stuff. Yeah. And, like, your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> all, all the good lines and shit that everybody knows. Um, yeah, so sexual. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's really funny. And um, The meme, um, your face when you find out your mother sucks cocks in hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and then that is a very wrong way to make humor <laughs> out of this, but that is so funny. It is, it really is. Uh, uh, so I think there was some other stuff that happens, and then Karis is kind of like in shock. He's not really saying the chance or like you know saying the other parts of um, the book that Marin's reading. He's like, Karis, come on, you need to talk. And but he slowly starts to get his confidence that he can do this and that. It's scary, but he's here. He has to do it. And then we get another Zuzu flash um, during one of these. You see the, the uh, face. And uh, uh, Zuzu starts to, like, slime all over the... Um, uh, what the fuck is the thing around his neck that, oh, the that they have? And then he has, to, yeah, he has to go and, like, wash it, and he brings it back. It's already super cold in that room, but he just decides to put the thing back on Marin, like, drenched. It's like, this guy is... Literally, just gonna die. Dedicated. <laughs> and then we get the other, you know, really good lines. It's like, I'm gonna cast you, unclean spirit. And um, I think we get another head spin. And then the chant of, The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. And it's just this, like, you know, um, Pazuzu to kind of calm down. So we think, anyway. Well, she's levitated, right? Like, yeah, she's like, up in the air. And as they're doing that, she's like slowly coming down because she unstrapped. And, like, rip them off and whatnot, so they have to, like, kind of, like, tie it back on. So yeah. they get uh, Pazuzu slash uh, Reagan to kind of slow down, tie her back up. They're like, okay, let's rest before we have to start again. So this is only part one of how many other parts that they potentially would need to do. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, they don't really go through that much, but um, we'll get there. Um, so Marin starts to go away. He goes to the bathroom, takes his pill. Karis... Uh, for some other reason, which I think is just to probably just check on Reagan to make sure that she's okay, her body is fine, but goes in there, you know, checks the heart, here's to see if the breathing, see what's going on. Because I think at this point, Pazuzu is sleeping or whatever. It's like slumbering, like I was gonna say in quotes, sleeping. Um, taking a break, yeah. Uh, and then he looks over at the bed too and sees his mother, and they start talking again, and then. They start fighting, and the Marin's like, "You need to leave, Karis. Go." So your mind's he, too weak. <laughs> yeah, he leaves. He did the one thing that I told you not to do was not to talk back to them, regardless of what they say. So he leaves, and then Chris and Reagan uh, talk. And I mean, I'm Chris and Karis talk, and she asks if Reagan's going to die, and he says, "No, no." And then uh, the freaking lieutenant shows up at Just the worst part, though. <laughs> the worst part. If we came, like, as all this was happening, I think it would be a little bit of a different story of what happens. Yeah. But, of course, he shows up right at the very end. Karis goes into the room. He's Marin dead. Then um, Reagan gets, um, I think she uh, unstraps herself again. And they start, you know, kind of fighting. And Karis is screaming at Zuzu, take me. Um, come into me like over and over and over, and I love this. Just the the transition 
out of Raven into Karis, and his face changes immediately. And then he sees himself going after Reagan. This is really powerful, too. He's just going after. He knows what's happening, but he has enough faith and strength inside him to, for one second, to overpower to it. overpower and just throw himself out the window. Then rolls down the so stairs. Yes, so effective. And you oh. see the whole thing, too, of him rolling down the stairs like, oh, my God. And that's like and the worst head. part. Did you notice at the bottom his head from breaking yeah. his neck turned completely around? Yeah, and that's not even the worst part, though. It's Father <laughs> Dyer's there, and also um, the, everybody starts crowding. Father Dyer comes, and then we see Father Karras is still alive. He's oh, moving yeah. his hands and shit. It's like, dude, like, he couldn't, like, out of all the shit that's happened in this movie, he should he should not be alive. That oh, that hits so hard, man. Yeah, and the part... You're like, God, <laughs> give this guy a break. Here's the part that I find funny about like the the whole the exorcism scene. And it always it always kind of made me chuckle. Yep. But they did all this stuff to try to get this demon out, right? Prayer, you know, and all this stuff. And then what did it take? It took for Father Karras to basically yep, slap, slap, slap. Oh, yeah. Get the fuck <laughs> <in> me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was throwing ham bones. <laughs> And then, and then that demon was like, "Well, shit! Now I gotta possess him to stop him from whooping my ass." You know yeah. what I mean? Literally, I mean, he was you, a know, you could have literally, you could have literally got a Mexican mama bear with a damn sandal to do the same fucking thing. <laughs> For real? Yeah, Seriously. like somebody's on dying already, and he said, "Excuse me, I'll get the fuck out of here." He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then, but no, like I always found that funny because it was just like. They tried so hard, and it took physical, you know, it took rolling your sleeves up and getting dirty. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Like putting some work in. You know, gave gave him a three piece and a combo meal. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, and then Yo, one, two. But, like you said, it was powerful when the demon took him over, and he was going after her. And like you said, he had enough faith to stop it and jump out that window. That was that was powerful. Yes, I mean, but and, I just thought that lead up was kind of fun. And it <laughs> sucks so much too because like his mother died. Yeah, you know, and he was trying to get out of being in the church and shit too. Like earlier in the film, he's like, mm-hmm. "I'm just, I don't have enough faith." He even said, yeah. "I think I lost my faith." But it shows his yep. development too, though. You know, like yeah. he, he almost oh. like he found a lost love for it. Yeah, he found something to fight for. To yep. fight Do you for think somebody. that's why he was the one that was possessed? Yeah. Between him and Marin. Because yeah. his faith was wavering and Marin's was not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it made him more susp- door open. Su- susceptible or whatever the fuck the word is. Yeah. I was getting no. possessed, you know? Yeah. Oh, I think that's what it was. But yeah, he managed right. to stop it. Makes sense. And then, like, yeah, it was, that was a masterful ending. Like, it was. And it, also, it, like. Yeah. You know, with Chris running in the room after, like hearing Reagan actually speak for the first time, and how yes. however long this was, she's so like really... breaking down, like, "Oh and my she's god!" Crying so yeah. hard, and she's just saying "mother" over and over and over again. Yeah. Oh, break my heart. And, and outside, holding each other poor Harris is like crumpling his hand. I mean, we never really. I mean, we can gather that he died. Okay, we oh, can yeah. say that, but yeah. we don't really get like the um 
um, closure to know mm-hmm. that he actually did die. So there's like a chance that, okay, maybe he survived. But with his head snapped, don't yeah. think so. For all we know, physician left was his body him. and went out to possess someone else. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that this... guy was giving him his last rites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, do that's you have anything was. that you want to confess or not? And he's just shaking his hand. Well, that's what I was expecting. When he came up and offered to give it the last rites, I thought that Pazuzu was going to move from Karis. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was more of a shock that he didn't than if he had. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Then the family decides to move. Move. Father yeah. Dyer comes to visit. A long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's such a sad movie, but it's such a great movie. There's a lot of, like, emotion and, like you said, drama. It's got everything you yeah. need. And, and it, this like, is a movie. fucking movie that did, didn't, it did not need sequels. <laughs> it did no. not no. need sequels. No. It didn't. Part I mean, two was horrible. Part three was bearable because the guy came back and and yeah. uh, directed the first one, directed the third one, but it was still meh. The only I'm gonna be honest. I love Brad Dourif. Okay, so yes, he's like the the best part of that film. Yeah, and also the jump scare. You know, yeah, the the uh, yeah, the legendary jump scare that yep. still gets everybody to this day. Yep. Yep. The statue? No, the uh, head, the head trimmers. Yeah, the heads trimmers and the the, the blanket in the office. The still camera for like five minutes. You're like, what the fuck is happening? But like the the nurse is going back and forth from the room and whatnot. You're like, oh okay, it's fine. And all of a sudden, ding, and then you just see the person that's running across. <laughs> like, damn. I don't remember that. Yeah. Swear to God, I don't remember that. The Go only look part it up. Look it up or watch the wall. It's the hallway. And then all of a sudden, the headless fucking statue just goes whoop, right across, and you're like, "Ah!" I don't remember a headless okay. statue. I remember the blanket. It's just this was the hospital scene. Yeah. Maybe there's another one. I don't know, but I think didn't Joe Definitely Bob cover it? I think it actually might still be on Shutter. I think Joe Bob did a whole episode on it for his uh, last yeah. drive-in. So. Poltergeist three or Exorcist three? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, it's on Shutter, yeah. I think. Still, it, it's weird because the Exorcist used to be on Shutter, they took it off, yeah. and now it's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, that is the whole movie. It's super sad. If you haven't seen it, yeah. please go watch it. Even though we've been off topic so much in this episode, but it's fucking amazing. I love when that happens. <laughs> um, so please go watch this movie. I'm gonna go see if I can hunt down a copy of if there ever was one of a film of the play. That would yeah, be, be cool. absolutely great. Um, Aaron actually has the Rotten Tomato scores here. Yeah, um, I want to take a guess at what you think the scores are. So we'll we'll do the um, the actual like um, tomato meter first. Yeah, so if you guys a, want to take a stab at it, tomato meter is critics. Ninety four percent. Eighty four percent. Ooh, close. Eighty three percent. Yeah, he wins that Ooh, one. Yeah. But there's also we had there were 84 reviews though. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we got the audience score, uh, 250 thousand plus ratings. 96 percent. 92 percent. 87. It's a little disappointing considering. Well, so. I mean, it's still like really good. But I mean, it's good. But like, it should. should it's certified fresh. So yeah, that, that's what matters. It's certified fresh. Yeah. Holy shit, this movie, man. I could talk about it all day. There's so much shit that happens. 
Okay. Yeah, it's the perfect movie. I'm sorry. I, to this day, I, I will go to my grave saying that The Exorcist is the greatest horror movie ever made and possibly one of the greatest movies ever made, not just yeah. horror. The rating's the great. The acting's movies. good. Yeah, now, honestly, yeah. like, after Whether revisiting it... you like this movie, you can make the argument that this, is the, that this is one of the greatest movies of all time because this is a horror movie. Yep. Nominated for Oscars. Yep. 50 years later, still being talked about. When it came out, people were fucking fainting and vomiting. Nope. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I know that we're all jaded because it's so long after, but like, nope. a movie that was a, it, it, show me a movie that would come out today that people are fucking fainting and vomiting over. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it doesn't matter when it came out. I mean, it was a more simple time, a more innocent time, but I mean, this is one of no other movie before this. I doubt that people were going to see fucking Casablanca and fucking killing themselves miles <laughs> because they didn't end up together at the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So show me another movie before this movie came out that people were actually having that visceral physical reaction. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Too the like nowadays, I feel no matter sorry. what people think of it, this puts it in the top ten greatest movies of all time. That this gave agree. a physical reaction. Mm-hmm. I yep. feel like it was released at the perfect time too, because like I feel like nowadays people would find something to like, you know, to just fucking just go wrong with the movie, or yeah. you can't do that, you can't do this, or yeah, you know exactly. that was too much. Well, yeah, cool. somebody's always gonna have a problem. That's with definitely what... like what's really wrong with like quote unquote society now. It's like, like everything needs to have a fucking flaw. Nothing can just be left alone. You know, I hate yeah. that so. Which much. goes, you know, people are entitled to their opinion, to their opinion, but. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you just everybody's so negative nowadays. Oh yeah, negative uh, yeah. is all around. Yeah. Which nowadays, again, it comes down to society and like what's going on in the world. But and like it was yeah. like you said, it was a more peaceful time back then too. Mm-hmm. Which kind of like I think was what you know threw people off. It's yeah. like oh you know um it's like <laughs> I'm trying, I try to think I I try to talk faster than I think and <laughs> it's all good, dude. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's got everything in it. And, um, like I said, if you haven't seen it, please, please go watch it. Watch it on Netflix that, or rent yeah. it. And the saddest anything. part about it, going back to what you said, uh, the saddest part about it though is I don't think that in today's society, if this movie would be released right now, I don't think it'd do good. No, no it wouldn't. It would be because too slow. It would be too slow, and it would be one of those movies where you would get that toxic fandom just diving on into it. Yep, and just nitpicking every little thing. It honestly comes that's down to why, the internet. Yes, that's why I'm so glad that it came out when it did because it had that time. You know, it, yeah. it, it got it had time to build that merit to be what it is today and grow. You know? Yeah, yeah, it had time to you know basically go through the trenches and you know be what it is. But if, if it would have came out. This time, I don't. I just don't think it would do good. That's why I'm I'm hella nervous about the remake that they're doing of it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, just don't, I don't. You don't need a remake of The Exorcist. No. Please, and please don't spawn sequels. <laughs> don't yeah, well, sequels. no. They, they signed a three movie deal for The Exorcist. It's gonna be a trilogy. Oh no! I didn't know that. Now, yeah. Um, it's a should trilogy. We, boy, we should boycott it. <laughs> boycott and the thing it. is, they're bringing back. They're bringing back. Chris. No, we're all such nerds. We'll still watch it. I mean, yeah, I'll still watch yeah. it, but... 
Like, remember, we were shit talking Scream, and then we went to go see it, the movie that it came out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think it's gonna be a requel. It's gonna be like a. God, I, hate I, that I, word. Honestly, I hate it too. Trust I me, hate that I hate that word. Scream. I'm just like. Oh, <laughs> But I, I mean, they created some, but I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be like a remake sequel where they're going to keep the legacy characters yeah. and. Well, I mean, a lot of the cast, you can't even do that because they're all fucking dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Or I broke them back. I mean, Chris yeah. and Reagan are like really the only ones that are kind of still alive. Yeah. I don't know if Lynn, actually, do we know if there's a confirmation that Linda Blair is going to be part of it? There is no confirmation, but knowing Linda no. Blair, she was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm not doing yeah, it. She'll probably jump on it. She'll probably jump on it. But we'll yeah. see. I love how good of her pictures. It's just Yeah, watch it be like a priest or some shit that has to do the exorcism. Here's the thing what would be <laughs> cool. This grown up ring if they're gonna do it, have like her granddaughter or something be possessed. Yeah. Yeah. Zuzu come back and attack That's exactly the what they're doing, dude. See, it's one thing they use some <laughs> like an original as inspiration, but when you're trying to like recreate it and just completely like yeah. Replace it, then mm-hmm. that's when there's an issue. Well, I just duplicated, uh, but never replicated. All I yeah. want is that it needs to be dark. I don't want oh. any kind of comedy in this at all. Because there's no. oh, it's not, none yeah. in in this one. Maybe a little teeny tiny bit during the party with him calling the, the butler a fucking Nazi. That's about yeah. it. But that's but more levity, humor. not so that's much all we need. levity. Would be yeah. okay. We don't yeah. need jokes and shit and whatnot. Yeah. We need darkness. Lots of it. Satire and sarcasm. Lots of swearing. <laughs> and crucifixes up the uh up the Vajayja. Yeah. <laughs> I mean personally <laughs> girl, I would be okay with never seeing a crucifix in a vine ever again for I the want... rest of it. That's just me. I want um, whoever is possessed to actually rip off the balls of whoever the fuck they're yeah, grabbing. Oh, I want that to yeah. happen. Let's uh, so go full extreme. Rip, huh? all in. I mean, <laughs> the movie was extreme for its time, so why can't it be extreme for oh, yeah, our Take time? it to a whole new yeah. level for you know to, to, to today's standards. Exactly. I hope this isn't too much off topic, but... Um, I just really want to thank you guys personally for your episode on I Spit on Your Grave. Oh, well, that's not <laughs> off topic at all. That so amazing. I mean, I, my heart to you. I mean, it was. It's, yeah. So it, it was a was, hard movie to watch. The thing is, like, um, I was talking to Aaron, like, way before this, uh, this year even happened, and I said, dude, this year we need to do not what we did. The first year, because we just did, safe. we literally just did anything that we saw. But this year, I'm like, we need to do things that are well known, <clears throat> that people know, stuff that pushes the limits, and we need to do harder movies. And I'm like, I'm gonna ease you into the harder movies because Aaron hasn't seen a lot of horror movies. This is like yeah, the whole he's like, kind of like developing of, my aspect of our show. You know, yeah. is that he doesn't really know a lot of the movies, so I'm introducing him and I'm looking through it through a new eyes with him. So watch that spit in your grave. Um, I've seen all of them. I've seen all the remakes and everything. I didn't watch the newest one. I found out there was another one that came on um, last year that um, I guess some of the original cast was actually part of. So yeah, we um, we did that one, and I'm like, so I'm gonna what we're gonna do with this episode is still gonna be a review, <laughs> but it needs to be awareness. It needs to be 
Uh, it's going to be a hard episode. It's going to be very hard to talk about because obviously we're men. All right. And I've had actually a lot of messages from people, especially um, <clears throat> Candy from Death Without Screams. She even reached out. I was like, I um, by believe. the way, I'm sorry. Hi, Candy. I'm obsessed with you and I love you. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. So please reach out to her. She's so cool. Candy, <laughs> you are the coolest person on the planet and I love you. Okay, keep going. This is Gabby. Hi. So, uh, I love yeah. you. She reached out and she was like, You guys are really brave for what you did for being men. Um, I'm really happy that you did what you did. I'm like, I'm happy we did too. I was I was so nervous about the whole thing. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to misspeak on anything. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure we had hotlines people could call. We wanted to make sure that they had someone to you talk about, it. you know, yeah. or anything like that. Yes, the movie is super hard to watch. Um, the remakes are, uh, I would say, maybe a little bit harder to watch. Um, just because it was more modern, so it was a little bit more detailed and everything. But for the time that it was, this was 78, same year that Halloween came out. <clears throat> yeah, it's just very, very hard. And with me seeing it at the age that I saw it also did not You're help 14, at all. Right? Yeah, I was like 13, 14. Well, the first time I watched that, Spitney Grave just randomly saw it on Stars or whatever. And then I, I watched it and scarred me till this day. And. The funny thing is, is I actually really like the movie, but it's nothing I would go back and watch all the time, you know? Yeah. And so for review purposes, like I did with Aaron, you know, and yeah, it was, it's crazy. And I, I thank you for saying that. The fact that you guys would even be willing to be two men mm-hmm. hosting a show, talking about movies, that you're talking about one of if not the most brutal long mm-hmm. drawn out rape scene I mean, minutes. It's a rape revenge movie but the rape scene itself is so long and and to cover Disgusting. that and to not have a female there with you yeah. and for you guys to still come out of it like I'm a girl and I came out of it like I love them. You know what I mean? Like, thank you. You guys did it. You did it so delicately. You did it so sensitively, sympathetically. It was, I mean, the empathy that you showed through that was absolutely astonishing. And you guys really should be proud of yourselves over that. I mean, that was, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I was so impressed when I listened that I was like, I think a lot of men would have made more jokes. Yeah, but it's, yeah, you know, it's a and, big yeah. issue in this world, though. And it's you not... guys did not. And it, it is. It's a huge issue. It's a huge issue for females. But I don't know that I knew until I listened to you guys that, like, oh, my God, there are men that actually, thank like, you. this is a thing for them, too. So, I mean, honestly, as a girl, thank you. Thank you, guys. I mean, you guys. Thank you. Thank you for that. And, and I hope that there are some brosifs out there that listen to your show that are like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't grab a titty. Or, you know what I mean? I mean, like, I shouldn't roofie that girl at the bar. That's definitely yeah, the maybe, hope that maybe we Maybe if she says no, maybe I shouldn't keep asking. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, think that, I think that you guys, I mean, you, you handled it so well in that you, it was really good for me as a woman. And I think that I can't speak for men, obviously, but I think that if there was any right way to speak to men about that subject, you guys did it. 
Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you thank so you. much. I put like a lot of thought into like what I wanted to do for that episode, and I bounced it with Aaron. He's like, "That's fine, man." And like we posted numbers everywhere, let everybody know that yeah. you can reach out whenever the fuck you need to. I don't even care what time of day it is. Like, the end of the day, just having respect for the fucking other human beings, you know, and just yeah. being a decent person, <laughs> yeah. you know. It was very hard to get through. Even watching the movie again was really hard. I had to take like three or four breaks. Uh, yeah. You know, I like the movie. Still very hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, I will never, that. ever watch that movie again. And I mean, probably not either. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen the remake, I'd say that'd probably be the only other reasons to watch it again. It's kind of like a shot for shot, but the kills are way more brutal. Nah, Thank you for good. that, Gabby. I really Thank do uh, appreciate that and knowing that what we're doing actually means something because that's one thing Aaron and I were talking I was like is this even going to like do anything mm-hmm. yeah, are people going to listen to this are they going to be too afraid to listen to it people you know? inspired by it are they you mm-hmm. know we yeah. helping people like yeah so. Know, like, yeah so thank you yeah thank you guys very much and um, that's pretty much the end of the show so if you guys have any last minutes before uh, we cut it off if there's anything you say or anything or we talk about anything that's going on with uh, the podcast and stuff on your end go right ahead the upcoming it's any um well i mean i'm just like i just had i just want to say thank you guys again for having us on it was a it anytime was a dude blast. always welcome you. you guys are always welcome. Yeah, guys I love, just i love coming on here i do i love message. coming on here talking having a good time uh we would definitely love to have you guys on our Anytime, podcast. Anytime, man. To shoot us a deal. You know, yes. Please, come on. Let's talk. Maybe we can do an episode like we were joking about earlier where we can just go Tell around stories, if we have ghost ship. stories. Yeah, yeah man. Shoot the yeah. Shit, you know? Um, definitely. Uh, I know we have a couple... Uh, we have a couple things in the works. Right, Gabs? We have a, uh, a possible... Um, you have so much happening. Studio, right studio six six six. Oh, nice. Uh, we have um, all kinds of stuff in the works, really. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's still I, like we're. I'm not a mother anymore. It just revolves around everything we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, like it. Uh, it literally we have ideas for episodes that we are constantly bouncing off each other. I I would love to do an episode on how you know about toxic fandom yeah, because let's do it, that's, man. it's it's Absolutely. really it's a really for me the toxic fandom is really touching to me because as horror you know as horror supporters we're already outcasts exactly mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we we're looked at differently than other people but to have people in that inner circle judgy and yeah, you know, quick to turn their back on other horror supporters because of how they feel about a movie, or just in general, Any just little hate trivial them. thing. Like, yeah, little trivial things are every horror movie that comes out they fucking hate. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like let's knock it off. It, yeah, we're yeah. supposed to so support each other and yeah, well, support each other. That's me, though, because every movie that's come out lately, I've hated. Yeah. I mean, there have been a few things. That, I just need uh, everything. I'm not toxic. I swear, I love horror. No, but that's one thing I need to talk about. Uh, we're gonna have that discussion. We just have 
so much going on with the podcast. Uh, That's good, man. Staying you know, busy. Uh, yeah, we're staying busy, and hopefully now we can start going more. You know, I know for a while there, I was bad. I battled COVID, and it I'm hit glad my you're family. Okay, also, man. I, I'm, yeah. really, I'm really thankful that you're good. That shit sucks. Yeah. How's your mother-in-law? She's doing better. She yeah. is doing better. So, but now we have issues with Marcy that aren't. I'll tell. I'll talk about it off. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but now, like I said, we're hoping to get back on a regular schedule. Is that right, Gabs? What else? What else we got? <laughs> well, I just had an idea while we were talking. Um, <laughs> you guys, you know the podcast is called Horror Haven LLC, and it's mm-hmm. because of Hell House LLC. And I would really, 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 really love to talk to you guys about the Hell House. LLC trilogy. I do like those movies, so yeah, just let me know when. Definitely come on. Be a lot of fun, Aaron. Do you like them? Um, I think you've you've I probably you've seen, seen the first ago, one. I know but... for a fact that you've definitely seen the first one, but it's been a long time. So yeah. a revisit for both of I'd us. I'd have would to be revisit great. it. They're, I think they're all on Shutter too. <laughs> okay. I think another thing that would be really fun for all of us to do would be a movie night. I think yeah. that. That's one thing. You're kind of like a watch party type deal. I've been trying to set that up for a while. Um, Just do watch parties. So yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think that we could do a watch party. I think that we would all have a blast, and I think the people that were with us would have a really good time too. Um, Um, I want to give one shout out to that another person I want you guys to reach out to. Okay, and you will love this guy. Um, really quick. His name is Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. He's on Instagram mainly. He is the baddest motherfucker I know. This guy, I'm I'm also oh, a co-host on his um, <laughs> on his podcast that I do with him. He does hot sauces that are all horror influenced. He has a new bear coming out that's horror influenced. Um, he's coming to the U.S. for the first time. He's coming to meet us for the very first time in April. That's like really really um exciting. But reach out to him. This guy loves horror. He breathes it. Reach out to him on Instagram. Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Yes. Tell him I sent you. He's super down to Oh, shit. I just kicked the camera. You're good. <laughs> um, super most down to earth dude I've ever fucking met. Yeah. I talk to him every single day. So I can even let him know that uh, uh, you guys are looking for people to come on the show. He's such an awesome oh, yeah. dude. He was our first guest too, wasn't he? He was our very first guest, and he came on for a Nightmare on Elm Street episode. And the guy right. is just awesome. Sounds like that's awesome. And he Thank makes you hot sauce. Him. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We, my husband and I make our own hot sauce. I oh, want to talk to him about hot sauce. I don't. Yeah, give a he's shit about um, one of the things he's trying to do is he's uh, the reason why he's coming over here is because he's trying to get a distributor to start selling it over in here in the U.S. because he can't ship it for cheap to us from the U.K. So. That's one of the reasons why he's coming over. Point. Yeah, so definitely, he, this guy knows everything. So reach out to the him. Exorcist, I love it. Yeah, it's great. He's great, and um, he's collabed with a few bands. He's collabed with the Eagles of Death Metal. Um, he just did a hot sauce with them. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know how that. Hi, Dean. He's my so new much. best friend because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, his Instagram is, <clears throat> I mean, I could stay on this for hours. Yeah. Yep. He has a, yeah. a video coming out right now for his new beer where he got turned into a fucking zombie, and it's great. <laughs> oh, that's cool. 
Yeah. But um, thank yeah, you guys. Reach out. Thank you guys so much for thank being here. Thank you guys here. so yeah. much. This was a blast. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for course, having us. Anytime you guys want to talk or anything, even if it's not even just on the podcast, if you guys just want to just talk over Zoom or anytime, just sure. Or text either of us, yeah. like on fucking Instagram, Twitter. You know, I know I've been talking so much today too because my fucking voice is shot. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying not yeah, to I'm... talk about Yeah, so. I feel you. I definitely feel you guys there, man. Woo, it was a fun one. Yeah, this was a long episode too. It's two and a half hours. Fucking okay. a man. This is Love great. So this will um. This what what we do is we talk too much. Yeah, yeah. dude. Hey, that is completely fine because our episodes that's have been getting longer, and that's what I want. Honestly, because yeah, when it's just really. Aaron and I, our episodes are like an Sometimes hour, an hour and a half. Sometimes we to talk about, and so it's good we, having more, yeah. you know, like opinions. and It's more content for everybody to listen to. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's good. Have Gabby it's more and we'll, we'll, we'll run your runtime up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, this will be uploaded on um, Patreon tomorrow, and then on Monday it will be released to everybody else. So yeah. Hi, Barons. Patrons, hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> There's a couple of them in there. We're we're getting there. I need to add more stuff too. Spencer Charms is one though. <laughs> yeah, so that's really cool too. I don't know if you guys know the band Ice Nine Kills or anything, but the lead singer actually supports us on Patreon, which is fucking awesome. Oh, that's out. I love yeah. them. Mm. I'm trying to get him on the show, but he's so busy. So busy. Oh, I'm sure, <laughs> but that's unbelievable. Oh my god, you guys, you're doing so many fabulous things. I just. I mean, hats off. You guys Thank are amazing. You. Seriously. I feel like I don't even, like, do that much. Yes, the, the weirdest thing, too, is, like, <clears throat> I try to make it seem like I'm on socials a lot, but I like a lot more than I post. Yeah, and I too. feel like I need to be better at that. So that's, yeah. like, a part of me that's, like, saying I'm not doing enough. But then right. I get people like you saying, we're doing everything right. You're doing enough. Yeah. Do more. Yeah. So it's like, I guess I guess we are doing good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I think it just started off as like you know just for fun. Yeah, I mean it is still. Is I mean it fun, is, yeah. but yeah. But like, I didn't think it would get this big, you know. Yeah, me either. That's something off the off my crazy, head. Like, Let's just do a fucking podcast, man. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that was uh, the Baron's Hideout podcast. I wish I was Dustin. And that was your co-host Aaron. And uh, our guests. Or Haven LLC, you guys can uh, you know, announce yourselves and we'll end this. Well, guys, this has been your boy, Horror Gamer. <laughs> and Gabby with my new best friends, Aaron with and our new best yeah. friends. Yeah, and anytime. Yeah, that goes up for anybody listening to. If you guys ever want to come on the show, I don't care who you are, just DM me. You're in the horror community, you're welcome. Exactly. Unless you're one of those fucking assholes. Yeah. I was just going to say, unless you're a <laughs> shithead, then stay out. <laughs> well, maybe I do want to talk to you. I'll debate you a little bit. And we'll have a win with you. <laughs> That'd be a good one. But thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.